all the way live. Welcome everybody to another Break the Rules. I am Lef Poliak of Lefpo on Twitter. We've got Gio Penichetti, Noah's Hugbox, Charles Khan, aka Mask Bastard, and we are here for another Free For All Friday. We may be having uh, Sonny on as well, because I know you guys missed him a lot. He may be coming in later on. But anyway, guys, welcome to another Free For All Friday. We are going to be talking again about Satanism. Again, about, uh, I don't know, Gio, how would you phrase the milieu? How would you phrase the spirit of the times that's going on right now in relation to this uh, little Nas X video? And uh, for heaven's sake, subscribe right now. All the people who are watching this who have not subscribed, subscribe right now. Anyway, Gio, go for it, my man. Uh, you mean, um, how can I describe it? Uh, <laughs> say, uh, s uh, satanic, um, Satanic uh, Manichaean uh, LARPing for Zoomers. That's probably uh, global. You know what? For uh, <laughs> the, well, I had a thread on it, but maybe right we'll save a bit for later. But I don't know. I, I haven't. Uh, I only watched a little bit of the video. Maybe uh, you it's find quite the gentlemen. Video. It's you should have seen. Video. You should have seen the whole thing, Geo. You should have done thorough I know, research. I know, yeah. but, so but I, I, you, should, you should have gotten. Around it is you should have gotten some more... lube on the side, right. you know, just in case. You know, just <laughs> just in case you may change your mind about the whole thing, and then just uh, watch yeah. and observe. And, and this is uh, the first so, time Masked Bastard is also in. Uh, is that a Mil Mascaris mask or who? This is, that? is actually a Black Demon mask. Oh, okay. There I have Mil Mascaris laying on very, the table. Uh, right very, very fitting. Very fitting. And yes. to ward off the demons, we have our great uh, Mormon guest, uh, John Bennett. How are you, my friend? Great to see you again. And uh, I will ask you what you think about the video as well. But first, let's go to Noah Hugbox. Have you seen the video that we're talking about, the little Nas X? Oh, as a matter of fact, I have. As and, a matter uh, of fact, I have. And what are I, your thoughts, brother? My immediate reaction to it was... Uh, so it was actually one of my friends sent it to me, like right after it came out. It was like, I think that you're going to want to see this. And I was just like, it felt like a parody of itself. You know what I mean? Like it was, I've always, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I honestly probably should have rewatched it. But I, it was like, a, it was kind of like what we were just talking about right before the show, where it's like the five hit combination. Yeah. When yeah. I was kind of sitting there and I was like, <laughs> yeah. All right. Like I could break it down into three acts. So like the first act, he's in sort of like an Eden kind of thing, and uh, then this alien creature appears and seems to kiss him, and then it goes for his genitals and, and sort of licks his belly. Or, or, I, I think it was his belly. He goes for that, and then there's uh, sort of a, a Greek-inspired thing where he's in chains, and there's all these uh, other little Nas X's with blue hair. And then, for whatever reason, he's uh, condemned to hell, and so he slides down a stripper pole, and then uh, oh. walks into what, what, ladder, I, but in reverse. what I would assume would be uh, pandemonium, like some sort of a large hellish city, uh, that sort of thing, where he sees what, presumably Satan sitting upon a throne, and then he gives Satan an erotic striptease for whatever reason. Uh, then snaps the devil's neck and sits on the throne with the devil's horns and he grows big magic after effects wings. Like that's, it's quite the video. They have, uh, there's a lot going on. And, like that first part with the Eden thing and the alien and, uh, I, like, uh, Geo probably, uh, you and Lev would probably have more ideas about what, what he's trying to symbolize there. Well, well it's, it's, first of all, it's, it's the, um, uh, it's, it's the similar Dantean, uh, picture of hell, 
going underneath, uh, for those of you who know the Axis Mundi, it is going, it's the tree going down into the roots. It is the, the uh, going as descending into the different circles. And uh, for example, here in the Garden of Earthly Delights, uh, the picture plane in the very center is the egg, the world egg that leads into everywhere. And uh, so I remember there's this good YouTube video about it. But uh, yeah, so actually, let me just, Lev, if you could pull up screenshots of this music video, they're not uh, too tasteless. I've been capping. I, I will, uh, I will yeah. do my best. I, I, will I do wonder my best. if this music video, whatever's left of MTV, somewhere has to play music videos on TV, right? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I wonder, does this air on TV? I wonder. I, I think... Uh, because it's, it's, it's a bit a, much. It's, it's there's a lot going on. Like I, you know, if you can air if you can air Cardi B sort of stuff where she's uh, uh, the two girls are doing their thing like butt to butt and talking about uh, uh, all the things that, that they do. Uh, why can't Lil Nas X do the same? Like, I think this is uh, well. I'm gonna save it for Hotep Sophia, so I have a kind of cover. Yes, well, say. here, but, uh, I think this is uh, this is one of the first screenshots over here you could see. But, but it's uh, funny, the, the, the Cardi B thing, how it's very much de-eroticized. Oh, see, there you go. I said Axis Money. Didn't even have to see right. the screenshot. There you go. Um, it's very much de-eroticized, I noticed. It's very much um, a grotesque sort of pastiche of uh, this, this, this sort of like you know, what would you call this? Like culture industry appropriation of black yeah. culture. It's sort of like this weird, like when you look at WAP, you don't like really get, I mean, maybe people do, they have to force themselves, but it's not really meant for any sort of uh, titillation or eroticism. It's more so. Um, Aggression? This yeah, it's like this grotesque caricature of eroticism. And I think the, it's like, it's not even see. for... It's like this weird, like, you know, um, going against the male gaze or whatever. But here it's different because I, I think they're finally trying to uh, be using a combination of uh, K-pop stands and uh, like online uh, black Twitter lingo. They're sort of trying to break down um, the quote unquote aversion to LGBT causes in uh, black culture in America. I think that's I don't know. That could be a bit conspiratorial. By, by the way, All I'm right, glad so... I'm glad they got a Yakub in, in the mix. They got Yakub? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so what's this fella yeah, here supposed go. to be, this alien creature? <laughs> I think that's Yakub. Well he's the serpent. Right, that's what I'm Yakub. He's the serpent, yeah. So so he's got his third eye wide open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's not just um so, so one of the things that he, the guy doesn't get condemned to hell. First of all, all of his judges and all the guards are him. Mm. So he's being judged by himself. And then he is anyway. actually invited up to heaven and the angel is reaching out his hand and he chooses to go down to hell and have oh, sex with and kill Satan, which is because he's Cain. Uh, so, so in, in, in Genesis, um, the the relationship between Cain and Satan is directly parallel in the same words to the relationship between Adam and Eve. It's uh, to, unto you shall be his desire, and you shall rule over him. Mm. Uh, and and so so Cain uh, is a bottom, or no, Satan is a bottom, and uh, and Cain and Satan are gay, uh, canonically, and. Um, so, so what is so interesting about this is 
it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm gay and I'm being condemned by this wicked society. It's, it's a conscious choice to ride down the stripper pole and kill and dethrone Satan. Uh, it's, it's a pretty, like, I don't think of this as like a stupid person just using like devil horns and stuff for shock. This is somebody who's really trying to say something. And why why tweet and like tweet and speak in such a low IQ manner? I I guess that's part of the pastiche, right? Well, I mean, it might be, it it might not be Lil Nas X who's saying all these things. Like, I mean, because there's he clearly a lot of people went into making this video, but uh, like for example, um, the when when it closes up on the tree, I don't know if you guys saw this, but there's Greek on the tree and there's Mm -hmm. symbols. And on the top of on the top of the of the sort of Greek uh, lettering, there are symbols that represent uh, Satan and masculinity. There's there's a caduceus. There's a unicursal hexagram. There's um, oh I can't remember what else. I actually I actually had a screenshot because it's you can blink and you miss it. Um, and then down below, you've got the the well here's the tree. Right. So, so up on top, you've got, you can't see up on top, but yeah. Okay. So you've got the universal hexagram. You've got the, it's not a caduceus, it's a serpentine cross. And then you've got alchemical sulfur, which is a sort of masculine representation of, of yeah, the sulfur is the one that is the solar principle. It ignites the uh, fire of, yeah. Right. And then down, down below on the bottom, you've got, alchemical mercury you've got a triskelion you've got um actually i think that's quicklime um and then uh and then you've got the the lunar goddess on the right there and the spiral which uh can be a a pederasty thing and then you've also got the jesus fish which Mm. i don't know if that's just like a yeah what's the jesus like associating him with all the feminine symbols or what well because the jesus fish is like what some gnostic christians call the feminine aspect of uh christianity where they they because the 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 fish is always a symbol of fertility and the feminine principle so for example there's a lot of contemporary artists like lee bull who uh will use like fish one one exhibit was uh she i i shit you not she uh took a bunch of uh fish in baggies and put them in a gallery and they had like beads on them and they were, it was so vile that like the other uh exhibits had to like tell them to just take it out it was terrible but uh so that was supposed live to... fish is that what was going no, on no they were dead they were dead and it was in there for like a month uh, um, oh i bet that yeah now if i'm if that i'm was not like mistaken a symbol of fertility and and the power of the feminine because this, okay, the fish so was always they're... Well, well, even if I'm in not mistaken, right, the fishmonger thing. Right? If I'm not mistaken, there's also another aspect to the uh, Jesus fish, which is like we were talking about yesterday. This idea of the procession of the equinoxes that the Earth goes through, where mm. it goes through different ages. So, Cycles, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it goes through the zodiac, and uh, the fish was around the time of Pisces. That was mm-hmm. that was where the sun was in the procession of the equinoxes during the time of Jesus Christ. Now, before that, it was in Aries, and before that, it was in Taurus. So you would have examples, let's say, of uh, in the Old Testament, the destruction of uh, the uh, golden calf, for instance. Or yeah. you would have in Mithraism, the uh, statue depicting Mithra um, uh, slicing the throat of the cow, or, or the bull. 
So, and you would have lots of bulls being represented in ancient civilizations. You know, the Minotaur, you would have, uh, you would also then have rams represented in ancient Egypt. So, I think that there may be something to the idea of fish being represented as one uh, of these uh, epochs that people live through. And that was like the Jesus epoch. And now we're moving into the Aquarian epoch. Now, epoch, not to take anything away from Jesus, but this could be one other way of interpreting the fish symbol. I wonder how I wonder how many uh, like religious studies grads they had uh, they 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 gave a hot dog and a handshake to to like put this in. The- <laughs> I mean, I, I was wondering that when that. I saw it. I was like, so much here that I'm not grasping, but clearly there's so much in here. Yeah, what if what if Lil Nas X himself just decided, you know what, I'm gonna study the occult for six months and come up with a banger music video? That's all my idea. <laughs> Could, I, maybe I don't know. Well, it's not just it's not just because he occult. seems like that kind it's, of guy. It's not just the occult because uh, the, the the Greek is actually from the symposium. Yes. Right. Yeah. That, well, that's what I meant. Is there's there's a lot of you know esoteric symbols and uh, occultism, like whatever you want to refer to uh, mystical things as mysticism. Is there actual yeah. like like uh, actual like uh, sex scenes in this or is it just implied it seems very implied like he sort mm. of twerks on the devil and he twerks on on yes. the devil yeah he's doing like a full like like an erotic strip. I, a hellish I lamp think, dance nothing that I you wouldn't that have seen comes, on uh, nothing I think the, on jackass where the uh the party boy runs up and does the party boy stuff he's doing that yeah type. yeah chris pontius he does the yeah, party, yeah yeah he's doing that um, but he even goes uh, a step further he starts doing like the cardi b thing where he's doing oh, the wow. full splits and like bouncing up and down on him like that, that could be the millennial writers are getting that from like the first what was it the first few seasons of south park where when south park used to be good was yeah. <laughs> was like the devil and saddam yeah. Yeah, well, that's oh, why I, I included him <laughs> that's why i included him in the thumbnail the original right. oh, uh, that's south right, park yeah. uh, I'm curious what you guys make of that uh, the super suit or whatever uh, whatever he's trying to wear there. What's going on with that suit? What let, do you have a picture love of this suit? I think I know what this is about. Yes, I have a picture yeah. earlier on. My interpretation of the uh, suit is oh. uh, it's it it, it, it it this is just my own interpretation. Yeah, I think I think that the suit is like the armor of Adam that he yeah, wore, wears. Th- You're thinking is... that's the armor of God that that sort of thing. This is straight up Afrofuturism uh, aesthetics right here. There's a lot of, uh, I mean, the writers probably just like, I don't know, saw Wakanda or whatever, but this is very prevalent in a lot of, uh, again, in a lot of contemporary art that centers around Afrofuturism. There's a lot of this like uh, taking of armor, but making them into a very uh, unique um, cyber like aesthetic yeah it looks like yeah. he could have uh, walked out of wakanda to go uh, fight bad guys which further which further uh f- you know it furthers my thesis that they had probably a bunch of grad students doing do- <laughs> doing the script writing of this music video. i mean he certainly got the money to hire a crazy staff after oh, the, yeah. uh, the old town road Mm. So uh, I, I thought I thought you guys were actually going to talk about uh, Yakub's uh, super suit because he's got yeah he's got uh, a crazy suit too he's got some kind of he's got some kind of text on the front of his it's like uh, it's like the you know, Mexican dudes have the, the 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 their last name on the back of their pickup truck it's like that kind of font oh yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's, cholo font. but it's like illegible font. and I, I i stared at that thing forever i couldn't make it out um, here, but here. yeah yeah see, there right. it is. let me let me enhance and see what he's got it looks there. like it says titties but it really does 
<laughs> oh, a t it's either it's like Attila, maybe Attila. I'm thinking. Lilith. No, that's an A. That's an A before the S. So Attila. Could that be Lilith's? Oh, that ah. could be something. That could be some kind. Oh yeah, of it's like a yeah. Because because in alchemy, that's also a, a theme of the androgyne. A lot of symbolist painters as well. Uh, they talk about the holy androgyne, which is this trans, uh, not not like I mean, like I don't mean trans in in like the modern identity definition. Definition uh, in the sort of alchemy, there is this union of opposites through the masculine and feminine, and they have both this androgynous appearance and this ability to transmute the sort of sacred energy through the process of alchemy. So so Yakub is probably like his uh, Lilith figure of like the proto Eve, but now yeah. proto Eve is a, a black a trans person and of color. And therefore uh, Yakub is uh, guiding little Nos mm. into uh, hell as a, is a sort of going through the passage into uh total Sodom. And uh, yeah, sorry, he... uh, cut that out. We're going to cut that out. I didn't say that word. Yeah, but, uh... so, the, so, the Yacoub, <laughs> so the Yacoub kisses him and then sort of like yes, kisses the down kiss his body. The, the kiss is the the seal of uh, of of the sort of the transformation of little mm. Nas. Well, kisses are supposed to be pretty important in Catholicism back in the day, right? Wasn't there like a sacred kiss? There, yeah. Well, there's the Judas. Oh, that yeah. Think about Judas, Judas kissing kiss. Jesus. Probably, like that was the, yeah. the big one. It's the Judas kiss, probably. Right. But like, yeah, but it, the Judas like, kiss is his delivering lips are all up uh, in a weird way too. Yeah, like, what's going on there? It's delivering Nas into this. Uh, lower reality of of uh embracing this uh satan larping so uh mm. now as far as the original suit the <laughs> one that uh the one the little nas is wearing i don't recall whether this is in the bible or whether it's in derivative works but there's some kind of legend talking about how later on it was uh nimrod king nimrod mm -hmm. who ended up mm. uh inheriting the uh suit that adam wore oh there you go but can I ask you guys something? Maybe Noah, maybe you know. It is like it. It seems to me, from my uh, perspective, that Little Nas sort of came out of nowhere. But is he like an established like hip hop rap or, or pop? I guess pop. Oh, I guess, little, pop, I, pop figure. He's an established. The thing that, oh, what'd you say? He's an established meme king. He knows oh, yeah. culture. He it knows was, how to work the internet. That's that's Little Nas yeah. X's big big claim to fame. Is he understands how to ride trends how to manipulate people, how to work people. He's the showman. Like, he's an expert showman. Uh, really knows what he's up to and uh, mm. certainly kinda got a like lot the of people same, going. Kind of like the, the only thing that I can relate it to is it kind of occupies the same cultural niche as perhaps like the, the sort of Elon Musk tweeting thing. Oh, You know, where yes, it's like this that, sort that of like, like, oh, I'm rich and huge, but I'm also a meme lord kind yes, of thing. Like, yeah. oh, mm -hmm. I'm just like, yeah, one of those things. Makes it like more approachable to the culture. I would, would say. Would you say like Tyler the Creator's kind of like that, or was it more? Kind of like an early version. Yeah, for sure. I would say yeah. he's certainly in that uh, that wheelhouse. And did he start Definitely. off as a like SoundCloud rap, or what was his uh, thing? He started off know. as like I mean, so he he sort of before he was famous, he was like a Nicki Minaj stan account. That's where they found the, oh, the pederasty tweets. Oh, boy. Um, I didn't know about the pederasty tweets. Talking about he wanted, I didn't know his, about. he wanted to nail his like three-year-old nephew or something. And he, he did it under his Oh, God. He did it under God. his And he's not canceled, obviously. Oh, guys. Like, no. I, I, you know, I can't show a lot of emotion with the mask, but holy shit, I'm trying. 
Well, so wait, wait, wait where well, where are the original Minaj tweets? Just so we just so we aren't yeah, just so we aren't talking out of turn here. Yeah. Where can we actually find this uh, to be the case? Because that's uh, well, you got it. So what if he's not a fan of Nicki Minaj? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to tell you. I'm trying to figure out how to tell you how to Google it without googling like I yes. want to my two year old nephew. Nicki Minaj yeah. uh, uh, stan account. <laughs> but but if you use those like keywords you'll find it i mean it's it, it was it was going around a couple days ago but um if i had my man tom here tom would be on its ass he would have it and pull it up hi tom <laughs> i i think like uh jamie pulled the pull up screen yeah. jamie, pull that up uh, but that i up. think it's weird how because Nicki minaj has a lot of like yeah very stuff. similar yeah yeah i mean i know this is like total mark dice like uh Nicki Minaj has the satanic symbols and uh, um, well, she did the full uh, was it uh, the Oscars the Grammy she did like a full exorcist dance yeah like, and she was... had an alter ego called yeah, uh, Roman I want to say was that it Roman like that. Roman Reigns I guess yeah she's she's actually secretly I shouldn't, Roman I shouldn't... Reigns I really hate that WWE like uh, pushes Roman Reigns and like people hated him because Roman Reigns is actually a good dude. He is a Catholic family man. And yeah, he's a good I, guy. I hear nice things but, about him. I, I've yeah. been enjoying his heel run, like uh, the one where he beat the living dog shit out of his cousin. Like that was a good oh, one. Oh, that was good. Mm. Yeah, that was good. That's good. Oh, sorry, stop talking about wrestling. It's going to be here for right, By the way, wait. <laughs> Philip Daniel, uh, in talking about the uh, Mo Mo Montero video, says, stop consuming this crap, LOL. Yeah, I didn't know he turned heel. By the way, that's that's crazy. That's well, you I, aren't know, they pushing uh, Rey Mysterio's son? Uh, what's his name, Dominic? Or? There's uh, an attempt to to try to establish him here lately. Mm. Like uh, he's been doing stuff. So, uh, so what else we got in that first section of the music video, boys? So yeah, Nicki Minaj has an alter ego called. Uh, that, that there was like I forget the exact name, but it was like nobody talks about it anymore. They had to like sort of bury it. Mm. Um, but it's wait that's it's, that's in relation to that nephew tweet right well when when Lil nas was a was like the uh the number one Nicki minaj fan account i guess that was mm. <laughs> so then we have a uh, him being judged in this uh, room full of march simpsons i'm not really sure what the best way to describe uh, the hairstyle is it Ooh. reminds me a bit of uh France in the 1700s. I'm not sure if that's the best way, but here are some of the outfits that you could see over here in the chat. By the way, all the new people who are watching this, please subscribe, please subscribe. Here we go, here we are. So what do you think of what's uh, going on in here with these with these outfits? I mean, these are standard. It's his, it's his mom. I found oh. It's his mom. It's, well, what, it's, about, what about dad? Wh Isn't this where's like dad? a... Where's the, the tie? Heard See, there's no a tie. Excuse for me. <laughs> what the? Oh, I never even realized that. Yeah, wow. I guess this was him, Lil Kim Fax. Wow. This is a lot of the. Uh... Oh my god! Oh, oh my boy. god, Massmaster! Oh, oh, oh! Now, is this Hopefully, still on the I mean, internet? Even if it's just a troll, it's like why? Nah, they like... deleted it like right after it went out. But yeah, mm. but, but it's like, but but. I think a lot of this, I mean, this is again, the mixing up of like the culture industry and like taking like nowadays, I hate to say it, but like, there's no difference between, well, there is, I mean, there's genuine hip hop culture in the underground still, but there's like this sort of weird taking up of uh, hip hop and the pop music. Well, and the, yeah. The Hollywood if culture. You, industry. If you listen to a pop song and a country song and a rap song, they all sound shockingly similar. Mm -hmm. Like there's a real fusion that has happened. And Lil Nas X seemed to cross 
perfectly with all that stuff. But well, I don't think it's, it's I don't think it's road. at all. I don't think it's at all an accident that he came out with this very like calculated to appeal to a 50 year old white woman yeah. video first and then boom right to the satanism like i think i think C- kind of uh, like miley cyrus uh at first she was more of this country gal uh you know child star and then but again this just reminds well, me there's sort of a path that a lot of those gals take from disney where they yeah. start off as yeah. the innocent friendly thing and then britney they, spears yeah, yeah. Just Spears, you know, I'm tired yeah. of rumors starting. That was her thing. Well, is there something going on with Club well, 33? Have you guys heard of Club 33? Well, it's Club 33, brother. So Club 33 is a private club in uh, Walt Disney uh uh, yeah, oh. world land. Oh, like know. the Mickey Mouse Brigade. What were they called? All the pop stars, they were part of that show. Oh, the Mickey um, Mouse Club, yeah. The Mickey Mouse Club. No, yeah, but Club Christina 33. Aguilera, Mouseketeers. I remember, Mouseketeers, yeah. I remember uh, reading something that's uh, related to uh, masonry, because isn't 33, isn't that the uh, 33rd That is the, the right, yeah, yep. the, the high order. Um, but what I was going to say, it's to me, this just goes with, like, th- this reminds me so much, this aesthetic of, like, um, like like aging millennial 30 year old grad student uh in in uh in in sociology or in culture studies talking about the beyondification of culture this is like that same like taking of the the lgbt camp aesthetic and also taking a lot of trends in pop music and taking a lot of this but now they're going to apply it to the black subculture in america they're going to like totally do this like um this this sort of like well, I guess, I guess whitewashing, but they're they're gonna do this uh, this thing where now that that's sort of the edginess of uh, hip hop culture is totally destroyed, and they're going to bring it into the fold, and they're going to do this with uh, they did this with Beyonce and, and Nicki Minaj. Now they're gonna do this with uh, with Little Nas. And it's it's really just so you uh, think it's an millennial grad students ruin everything. An intentional uh, so, <laughs> softening of the edge off of rap music. That's what you're well, saying. Well, it was the changing of the narrative because in the nineties, yeah, you it think Ice T, gangster rap, yeah, like gangster the rap. There were people. There were people. Uh, characters ever when in reality, you know, they're now Ice T plays a cop on TV. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing is, mainstream Ice gangster Cube does rap. kids movies. <laughs> I know, yeah yeah but mainstream gangster rap it didn't um it was still a sanitized version of like if if you look at um the original horror core like uh big l cool G rap that sort yeah, of stuff yeah yeah that's mm. like even like even the more mainstream like rakim or whoever it's, it's like that was still a, a, an appropriation because if you like read like big l lyrics i mean my god right like i mean this this makes hmm. little nos look like fucking child's play but well well you see over here Tupac, to it, even like uh you know your old three six mafia that kind of stuff yeah lord infamous but, but the thing is they changed the narrative because they no longer had to portray um like the dangerous gangster rap like urban like sort of uh urban decay that they wanted to and there's like more like woke people in the industry like uh i remember immortal techniques was talking about this and 
who is the guy that won an Alex Jones KRS one? They both won an Alex Jones. Oh yeah, KRS one is as yeah. based as they come. Like he's got oh, the yeah. song about the twelve tribes of Israel. Like he's mm-hmm. not, he's no joke. Like that's that's a legit dude. Like KRS one. And, and he was talking about how they would send memos Damn in the music industry. Yeah, to like portray gangster rap. Like that's the thing that's going to be the mark the marketing tactic, mm. and that's how the the image of black people in America will be that. But now they're changing it over because that stuff is too like semi like let's face it that's kind of like semi-racist or whatever but like uh it's (laughs) but that is isn't appealing to the vast majority of the the sort of opening up of of a market now it's like they're going to take that black culture and they're going to throw it into the meat grinder of the culture industry but therefore they have to destroy those sort of dissident elements because like let's face it a lot of those old school gangster rappers a lot of them have pretty woke like i mean what we mean by woke a lot of them had some pretty fucking like solid beliefs like a lot of them well think of red pill beliefs a lot of them believe it or not they a popular book in prisons they actually did research papers on this a popular book that you could get in prisons was Bill Cooper's Behold a Pale Horse. Wow. A lot of those early gangster rappers that actually lived the lifestyle, they were reading Bill Cooper. Now they have to totally destroy that. Sorry, so, I'm just uh, ranting what right is now. Book? What is, what is, uh... Uh, Behold a Pale Horse. It's mm. a book that talks about the New World Order, I believe, things of that nature. Oh, okay. But so what's interesting, uh, what's interesting to me... Book. Is that Tupac? Mm. You know, Tupac <laughs> named himself, uh, you know, Kaluminati. K- no, uh, what was it? Uh, he was uh, Machiavelli. Machiavelli, yes, Machiavelli, thank you, Machiavelli. Yeah. He re- he released the album Kaluminati, you know, Seven yeah. Day Theory. Yeah. And here, this is a 17 year old Tupac, and I want you to pay attention to his uh, gestures here. It seems very feminine, just like, and look, much respect to Tupac and all that, but it's very interesting when you see him here, he was doing ballet at the time, and then compare. uh, Juilliard. He was a Juilliard trained guy, like he's not from the streets, he is. So he was a studio gangster? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. He was and his mother, his mother, shit. by the way, Gio, you remember his mother, Afeni Shakur, in the documentary, That's they right. were talking That's about right. her. That's right, his mother was a Black Panther. Or a, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he, then, he but then who knows if they really may have a... Guy. Like he, he claims to Biggie have... is more legit. Because yeah, I got to side legit. with the fellow fat guy too. So it's... <laughs> 100%. 100%. Uh, you know. but, but then I wonder if his mom had this whole trial that they had to go through and they found out that many of the Black Panthers there were hired by the feds. Uh, I wonder if she may have also kind of been taken in at a certain point. Do you think uh, Tupac's to... mother glowed, glowed in the dark? At a certain mm, point 100%. afterwards, maybe. I mean, oh, you think 100%? No, all those guys, what if all those guys the dark? Did. Yeah, they probably. I'll say did this about Tupac. He was in the only movie that Dan Aykroyd ever directed, which is Nothing But Trouble from the 90s with Chevy Chase. Oh, that's Moore. so good. I love yes. that movie. He's in the movie with the digital underground. For whatever reason, they had the digital underground in there sing a song. Wow. And Tupac, it, <laughs> Tupac crazy. looks like he's. Like 17, 18, like he looks so young and he's in the in the movie singing the song as they're dancing around in the courthouse with Dan Aykroyd wearing all the crazy makeup. Wasn't he in that other movie though with uh Gabrielle Union? What was it called? Poetic Justice? Yeah. When she was hot in the nineties, man. He's oh, done yeah. he did quite a few movies. Uh, he did, she did uh, Neo Ned. 
<laughs> no, legit, Gabrielle Union. I know she's like kind of a woke turd now, but like back in the day, man. Oh, oh. but anyways, uh, before I piss off the white nationalists, um, <laughs> let, let me just say that. Uh, Wait, is it uh, white boy summer? Wouldn't that be? It's uh, white boy summer. It is it's black queen summer. summer. Yes, so, exactly. Uh, um, but, in the middle but of as an Italian, summer. I already, uh, I already, uh, I'm living. Uh, I'm like an honorary white boy summer, so it's uh, it's all right. Um, no, but it's funny, like about Tupac, a lot of um, like you you know you had like Nas, not Lil Nas, Nas, real Nas. Nas. Like, <laughs> well, who Nas was the one who wrote Illmatic that that album? Yeah, one Mike, uh, the yeah. Ether, like like his his whole thing was that his grandmother would talk about Ether. Like, I brought it up Ether before. His grandmother would talk about the elemental Ether. You know, there's something mm-hmm, that that'll mm-hmm. burn your soul like fire. And that was the uh, the big diss song that he put out against Jay Z is uh, mm. you know, Ether, and th- and that's the thing. Like that album came about. It was almost in rebellion against this media, like largely media created image of gangster rap, because he saw like even the ones that were doing like hardcore stuff, like um, like like Big L. He wrote that song, uh, Street Struck. Like they always. Even Tupac, too, had a song about his mother and everything. Like, they always had this acknowledgement of mm, this, the danger, the danger, yeah. yeah, yeah, the dangers of that kind of lifestyle. Like, but then you have, like, you know, like Biggie actually, like, you know, he lived it, right? Like, a, a yeah. lot of the guys at NWA, they lived it. And it's, but that's the thing. It's like nowadays, all of that stuff is sort of swept under the rug. Now we have this total, like, pop. And it's all driven by Hollywood. There's no separate music industry from the Hollywood culture industry. This is the same the same producers that do these music videos. They go on and do, uh, you know, cape shit nowadays. And so it's like, uh, it's it's this really, it's this convergence in the heart of the Americanization of world culture. Now, mm. like, the, the, the kids in Bangladesh are going to see Lil Nas and they're going to, like, I don't know, uh, oh. talk about Mara or something. Even, uh, <laughs> even our college professor we had on, uh, was it last week, week before that guy, he said that, uh, America's number one export is their culture. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Poisoning the world. And then Noah, when you were, I mean, you are still obviously very young, but when you were younger, what was the rap scene like for you? Were you into it? Were your friends into it? Would you say that it was a defining aspect of culture because I don't know for me, it was always kind of like on the side. It was when I got older that I really started listening to Tupac, Biggie, and uh, I like a and uh, uh, who was the other Easy E? Yeah, I like Easy E. Oh, but who uh, how Easy E? Yes, exactly. Very fun character. The automobile song. I don't know if you remember that one. That one. That one. Rolling down the street in my six four. No, not that one. The one where it's like piano playing and he's singing about. Uh, well, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Anyway, Noah, uh, tell us a little bit about your experience. Do, do with, you think uh, Easy was? Do you think he was like a set up? Like, do you think it would like Suge Knight had something to do with it? Or I don't wait, Easy? There's a oh, lot of talking about the Tupac. That got, I was, I was yeah, like, Eazy-E gave him AIDS. Side of AIDS. Yeah, he's supposed to. He yeah. supposedly got AIDS. Uh, I heard it was from a blood transfusion, but they was, say that I it was. I also heard yeah. that uh, Easy E was. Uh, uh, very fond of uh loose women uh groupies oh. and uh yeah supposedly slept with 20 different girls in one night like you know th- yeah. that was uh one of the guys in uh, uh uh oh man what was the the nwa they said uh you know that that they would compete to see who could get the most and easy come in one day and said i got 20 20 in one night oh, it wow. just 
Well, That's here's here, here's the lyric from right uh, here's yeah. the lyric from uh, but there's that conspiracy song that, that Suge Knight yeah. injected him. But that's Ooh. like a conspiracy. Well, that's well, this one like, is a see, That's like CIA right there. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Getting that deep. Oh my god. <laughs> well, we had comments over here in the chat also talking about Tupac being offed when he started to rebel against mm. uh, his handlers, and also Good Super man. Iron Bob, five U.S. dollars. Thank you so much, Super Iron Bob. He says, oh. "What about K-pop?" But before we get to K-pop and also Noah's uh, hip hop uh, uh, childhood, I want to read the lyrics of give me of give me that nut by easy e cruising okay here we go for a dramatic reading cruising down the street in my 64 it's like that and it's like this i took i took her to her to the pad and we started to kiss now my dick's on hard you know what i'm thinking took the panties off and the pussy wasn't stinking pulled off my drawers and we started to begin now the pussy's wet so my dick slides in oh heidi 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 you ho riding from the back so i'm pumping kind of slow so fee fi fo fuck fum she's crashing on my back oh here she comes now i gotta get a nut gotta get a nut gotta get it quick you know because i love this shit so give me that 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 nut give me that 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 nut give me that 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 nut give me that give me that give me that nut okay back to Back to the fucking basis. You got yours and mine and want you to taste it. Open wide. No, don't you waste it. Oh, shit all over your face, kid. You know, you know one thing. You know me. I like the slang. That dick, you know what? So roll of a girl while sticking in ya. But I'll trade it all while riding that ass. Scream and shout. My name is the same. Just another pussy that I have to tame. So, uh. Okay, okay. I'm not going to say the rest. You get the idea. But there we go. That Never was my rendition. Of Give me that. That nut. was what we were gonna do on break the rules. That's that's <laughs> how we. That's how hard we've broken the rules. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, you know, Noah. On top of that, Noah was was somebody somewhere will pull that clip and <laughs> turn it into put the backing track under it, and there it is. It's gonna, it they're so gonna bad. do that. Yeah. Oh so my bad. god, what have I done? All right, Noah. Uh, your your uh, hip hop uh, story was. Give me that nut. Was that one of your top five? <laughs> Actually. Actually, that was not that was not in my rotation. It's funny that you you brought that up because when I was a kid, that was definitely like the, especially like I'd say probably from the time I was like twelve upward, that was definitely like the dominant thing that everybody was listening to was hip hop. But it wasn't even like the classic stuff from like the late eighties, early nineties. It was mostly like shit that was coming out like then. Mm. And I just call a rebellion or whatever. I just that wasn't really my thing. I didn't really start getting into hip hop until I was like seventeen, eighteen. Really? Yeah. So, so it was always here. like '90s stuff. It was never like the stuff that people were listening to when I was growing up. Eminem was huge when I was a kid. Yeah, Eminem was. And that was yeah. I was yeah. never could bring myself to get into Eminem. It was always every single fucking Modern Warfare Two game somebody I knew in <laughs> middle school was playing that shit over their yeah. mic and shit like that. But no, it was definitely it was definitely a dominant cultural force when I was a kid. I mean. And uh, do you think your family had something to do with your musical tastes or certain friends that you had or what determined your musical taste? It's funny because I didn't get into music at all until I was in seventh grade and my English teacher showed us uh, Just by Radiohead and had us interpret it, like the music video and everything. And I was like, oh, there's meaning. I get it now. And then I got really into music. It had definitely an impact on it. But my dad everything so it's kind of like i just kind of found shit and all in that age of like pen and shit so you could just get everything recommended to you basically 
algorithmically, mm. which is, of course, one. But you know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I, definitely my family had a big impact on it. But it's probably one of those things where you hear fucking Eminem blasting over an Xbox Live mic enough. And you're like, I don't like this. Oh, God. Yeah. So yeah. you Zoomers, you don't know what it was like back in the day with Xbox Live playing Modern Warfare 2, having just mm-hmm. like a little like having like a fucking a 12 year old just like slamming F slur, N word, gamer word. Oh, my God. See, back my in friend my used day, to do the this days. all the time. Back in my day, we would hang out in these very seedy arcades. We'd oh. be playing Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Primal Rage, like all that sort of stuff in the Area 51s. And the jukebox would have on the wildest, most uncensored music possible, and at a uns- absurd volume. Uh, and, so then, and then, I, uh, I think then when Massmaster was young at those arcades, you'd stand by the edge of the arcade, and a an, uh, old creepy guy would give you a few court. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know how they do things in Canada. Yeah, Canadian arcade season is a little rough. <laughs> well, it's probably because of those arcades that maybe Midway kids Niagara were. Uh, Falls, man. <laughs> or maybe kids were healthier because they went to the arcades because at least they got a lot of germs on them so right, that they, yeah. it tested yeah. their system. Well, you had to actually be around people in the arcade. You couldn't just be a tough guy behind a screen. If you were gonna, if you were gonna talk trash, you had to really bring a, bring the heat in such a way that everybody was gonna laugh and defuse the situation. And Noah, arcade man. It's funny that you say it because I actually, for somebody of my generation, am because of where I'm, because it's kind of a risky area. We actually did have arcade. We went to like the islands around us and stuff. So yeah, definitely grown up. And I, I feel like that's an experience that like a lot of people missed in my generation. Yeah, but around us, it was normal growing up. It is for sure. tough it was to awesome. describe to somebody the feeling of all right, we're after school every day straight to the arcade with as many quarters as I got, whatever change I can get and just try to dominate on street fighter play as long as possible. And just, you know, rack up game after game, just wrecking fools. And yeah, we used to go, to- then come back up the arcade and it was legendary. It was, I'm very thankful that my childhood was not as, <laughs> as it, it seems to be for a lot of other people. And there's something to the smell of the arcade too, oh, and yeah. the air conditioning. Yeah. And, oh uh, yeah! For some reason, they had always had rugs. I don't know why that was uh, the idea. Yeah, like the worst rug. And and, the, and now all those arcade uh, the pictures of them, they're like every every like like liminal space compilation with creepy music. You're bound to find like at least two different arcades. Um, I, I feel like as Zoomers are going to grow up, those are going to become less popular, like those type of uh, the compilations, because then it's like they don't have the same experiences. That yeah, maybe they went to a even well, Buster's or a Chuck E. Cheese, and it's, those are just not the uh, same. By the way, Chuck E. Cheese, Gio, have you seen the re- redesign of Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, terrible. Absolutely yes. terrible. Well, they've done another redesign of Chuck E. Yeah, what? N- well... They have okay. Here, I'll show you the old Chuck E. Cheese, and then I'll show you the new Chuck E. Cheese. Actually, okay. you can see them both in the same frame. Here we go. So Noah and everybody, just let me know what what do you like? What do you like more? Which one of these fellows appeals okay, to you more? So one feels Holy like a classic shit. mascot. Wow. The other one feels like a creepy fursuit. Yeah, yeah. The one on the left is dated but approachable, yeah. and the one on the right looks like a tuberculosis. Like the one on the left looks like the sort of thing you would have walking around at Disneyland, like you know, shaking hands, yeah. hugging kids. Like it's a nice, friendly thing. The one on the right looks upsetting. 
Yeah, here's the. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it looks like a. It looks more like a koala than a, than the mouse. Yeah, his if ears I'm being are honest very, here. very big. Like I don't. Is the don't mouth always open, like that? Yeah, yeah. It's it's fixed. It's like, like a that. gaping maw. Oh my <laughs> God. I guess they wanted to soften him for uh, like a new generation and make him less skin, you know, less uh, uh, thick. Make him skinny. Uh, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, look, look at this. A, that's, yeah, I mean, they're, they're trying to. What? He looks he, he looks kind of wow. dark in the second one. You know, just like the way his eyebrows what's are. That, what's he that, looks uh, menacing. What's that one? Like, what was it called? The furry film that Disney did or whatever? Uh, uh, Roadside Romeo? No, 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 no. The, the recent. <laughs> what's uh, Robin it Hood? called? They did the, a Robin the, Hood the, where it's like the the the, uh, the the cop bunny. I I know the one yeah, you're talking about. Zootopia. Zootopia. Cop bunny. Zootopia. There you go. Oh. I think this is like Chucky. Yeah, Chucky. So, I, so someone said in the comments, I look like the maggot brain guy. Well, I am Italian, so I. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, I but could this be, is. If, but if I was like a fully like black guy, I probably would look like the maggot brain. But guy. this is Roadside Romeo. This is a, okay. an Indian Disney co-production. Oh my god! <laughs> I wow. talked about this before. But the there was floor. like there was like major crushes that people had on that dog, and that dog it was voiced by uh, Karina Kapoor. For those who don't know, their Bollywood Karina Kapoor is like a very big uh, a very big star there. I think still a very big star, you, though she's older. You know what the best part? Um, it just reminds me of the Kiro the Wolf video. Oh God! You know what the best part of when he came back? The absolute best part was when he said like halfway through he was dissing Kiwi Farms and like what well, okay the thing is like Kiwi Farms has like you know they've done some sus, sus things and uh you know the guy that runs it and all uh Joshua Moon he's done some pretty sus things but there was this one part where Kiro said that why would you take uh Kiwi Farms as a source of information when they literally besmirched besmirched the name of Ruth Bader Ginsburg when she died <laughs> And I tweeted Wait. that, and uh, then like, Kira the Wolf said this, and I tweeted that with a picture of my uh, RBG painting. So, uh, I, <laughs> by the way, by the way, uh, Noah from uh, order like one, two, three, four. Uh, how how would you how would you order them? Oh, okay. Why are you? Why, <laughs> please, please stop, no, you do not have to. Purely a hypothetical. Please, please purely don't. a hypothetical. Please don't answer that. <laughs> I'm gonna answer this. I'm not gonna order them. I'm just gonna give you my number one, which is far okay. left. I mean, it's kind of yeah. You think I feel like dog, it's a... so okay. See, what about what about the least woman? And you go, she can get it. If we're what about the worst one? hairs here. I like what about the, the worst one, one. I like the one like the second to <laughs> the second to left is kind of like the Becky of the group. I guess. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna Remember. say the, the the oh the second to the left. I was gonna say the second from the right. I'm like nah. We started off. Yeah, same with the right. Kind of. Maybe I just like him tall. I don't know. <laughs> talking about. Oh, guys, it's been fun. By the way, speaking of anthropomorphic animals, at seven o'clock, I'm going to be doing a Pokemon stream on my own channel, and I'm going to promote that right now. So all you guys who are watching this, subscribe to my channel as well, because we got to grow that thing. And uh, anyway, yeah, look, I'm not you know a furry. I'm not a furry. Have, uh... I'm not a furry. No, I know, but you know, <laughs> you know, they just have like the mask and like the paws. It's like, and they have like normal clothes. Isn't that kind of like a cop out? Isn't that kind of lazy? I don't know. Yeah, you so think they wanted to spend one grand on the thing, but they couldn't shell out another grand for the suit. I wasn't oh, aware until maybe a few years ago <laughs> that girls were into it. I thought it was one hundred percent dudes. You mean you mean uh, 
uh, male to female. No, sorry. No, no, no. I mean, actual <laughs> actual women. There are actual women who are into. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there are wow. the male to female, like uh, you know, different strokes for different folks. Uh, I have to. I consult the Blanchard typology for this. Uh, why women? <laughs> I think there's some kind of weird alchemical, like some weird kind of like. Uh, um like like feminine energy like some kind of occultism going on like it's like instead of crystals they uh they become furries I don't know. That's kind yeah of so uh back to the little nas x thing like uh what's going on with him so you you posited the theory that he's putting himself on trial with all the the greek imagery of the the chains on him and all the women and you said somebody said i think it was geo said it was his mother that, that was what that was supposed to be. So that was Bennett. Yeah, it's me. It's 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 him and it's his mom. It's his mom inside him. It's it's his mother's voice in his head. Mm, mm. But could it be um is it the transcendence of the mother or is it the 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 overcoming of it or is it rather the the sort of taking in of the the cosmic mother principle um like it's, it's I mean I read it as I read it as he escapes that and then he's going to heaven and he elects to go to hell. Oh, I see. Because I think like mm. there could be a deeper thing going on there than just like the edgy fedora, like fuck you, mom and dad. You know what I mean? Like it's I'm gonna be a Satanist now. I think maybe it's like taking in of the the the, the matriarchal principle. What if it's uh, a freedom thing? If he's one of those guys, he's like, I'd, oh, rather, yeah. I'd rather rule in hell than serve in heaven. Yeah, right. that's kind of like the edgy f- fedora. Right. Thing, yeah. Right? Yeah. But... Well, from what I from what I understood in what Lil Nas was uh, talking about, he grew up in a very fundamentalist uh, Christian oh, household, and so he sees this as being kind of like, uh, what you think that my lifestyle is of the devil? Well, then I'm gonna push things, you know, even further. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I yeah. got. I, I always feel that way. Whenever somebody's mad at me, I always think, all right, you guys are mad now. Let, let's really show you what mad looks like. And here is the pole that ends up coming from hell up to heaven, and he grabs the pole. So uh, Whoa, this is what it go. looks like. I mean, it looks like an ordinary pole, right? I mean, I guess it's supposed to be euphemism, euphemism for a dick, I think. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it would have to be, right? Because it extends out, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. powerful, hard. It's the phallic just, symbol. He's very happy as he's sliding down it. Yes. And by the way, that tunnel that he slides down, I had a dream, uh, not yesterday, but the day before yesterday, of a similar tunnel, but I was like, it was not going down, it was just like uh, horizontal, and I was doing barrel rolls in the tunnel. Just just a side barrel thing roll. I wanted to mention. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And then he goes. So then he goes into hell, and then he uh, destroys the. Well, then he grinds on the devil, and then eventually he destroys yeah. the devil. Well, he also walks into that. Uh, walks into the big palace, the the big After Effects palace. <laughs> yes, the After Effects. So then, palace. does he become Satan? Yeah, after? he puts on a crown. He, he he snaps the devil's neck, puts on the devil's crown, and then he grows big After Effects wings. And uh, I, does he sit on the throne? I think he pushes the devil off and then sits on the throne, right? Yes. Am I, yeah. am I inventing oh, yeah. that scene? No, no, I think that's pretty much what happens. I'm just looking through here. Uh, let's see. Gio, you don't mind if I uh, post a screenshot of him grinding on the devil? I guess. That, I mean, it's right? not going to get us banned. <laughs> well, I mean, that is a good question, though. It's, it's on like, YouTube. Yeah, it's it on YouTube. On... Yeah, just, just go for it. It's yeah. straight from YouTube. Looks like a sperm head of the screen. Super... Yeah, kind of. 
What did someone say that Satanism is a healthy response to fundamental? Well, the thing is, uh, there's some. Here it is. Oh Here's God! The... Wow. Yeah. You know is what's he funny? also playing the devil, or is it a different actor? I think oh, it's, it's a different, different guy. guy. It's dark. I think it's a different it, guy, really... but he could have crazy makeup or something. Going on. Yeah. I but wonder. It's... But it's one of these things. He's got where the high you... heels going on. He's got yeah. the stilettos. But we can yeah, also. Uh, I just want to point out how gnarly the devil's set is. He's got these big skulls beside him. Oh yeah, the it's skulls, like it's I, like I Armageddon two thousand three or two thousand two. That was a good set. Yeah, it was a good entrance. Um, but we were talking about yesterday how we have the uh, drag queens who originally just uh, started doing their stuff for entertainment purposes, and they were wacky and they were weird and they were out there. But has it been just lately that they started looking more demonic when it comes to... No, Dolbos? that was always, like, nope. the, the garishness of it. That was around since, like, the 70s. Like, mm. John Waters' Pink Flamingos type of... And that's, and that's mom, too. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely that's, mom. That's, like John I'm, Waters, I'm uh... terrified, and, and I have this horror and revulsion about my mother, and I'm going to put that all over my face. Mm -hmm. John it's, Waters it's is conquering a fascinating the, character. It, it's, it's conquering the overbearing feminine by literally making a garish, like wearing its skin like Ed Gein sort of deal. Mm. So it's is like, it similar yeah. to then Little Nas X killing the devil and taking his place? So uh, where... female, female, imp or uh, female impersonation, that sort of thing, like uh, or a perversion of a, a, a what the feminine is supposed to be. Well, if if yeah, that that is what some well. By some, I mean tariffs. That's what they would say. But uh, th that it's really a, it's an overcoming. It's it's an integration of the feminine, but it's an overcoming of it. It's it's like weird sort of. Uh, the, I don't know. It's it's a lot different. This it's it's wild to me because it's a lot different than the gay culture that existed in like the seventies and eighties. A lot of those people they did like say what you want. I know pink the pink flamingos. Like it's like yeah, it's a degenerate film, but whatever. I love but it. it. But it's that a great. But it, in terms of cinema, it is a great piece of art that a lot of gay men uh, produced. They did produce a lot of great things uh, because they had that sort of like attention focus of the masculine. Did you ever they catch, had a form uh, of. Did you ever like catch a, female trouble? Oh yeah, yeah. Female trouble is even crazier. It's it's mm. an absurd movie where. At one point, Divine runs away from home as a teenage girl, and then in a junkyard, oh, yeah, yeah, met yeah. by himself, who then proceeds to make love to himself, and he has uh, he becomes pregnant with his own child, mm. which they mm. which he then raises in like a gilded cage. It's an insane movie, and he, I think yeah, that movie was like a acid. total acid trip. Yeah, yeah, just just hella regular people, just 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 like you and me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, I wonder, you know, had Divine lived just a little longer, would he have become a mainstream star as uh, he was cast on Married with Children? He was going to be uh, part of that show. He was going to be the, the uncle or something. Oh, my God. That was, that was oh, my, my God. Like what, what could that show have been? What could Divine's legacy have been had he lived just, just you know, if he had just got the one season in as the uncle character? Um, Gio, did you time. have... Did you get a fear of men in wigs after watching Dress to Kill? Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I, men, I don't know. The men in the wigs thing, that's kind of... Uh, that. That's... that's. It's th like fear of clowns, isn't it? Well, yeah, but there's sort of always been like a, a sort of dandyism attached to it. There's sort of been like a... 
an aristocratic thing about that, but that always has a, an undercurrent of subverting um, normal, what would you say, Christian civilization. Uh, Gio loves cruising with Al Pacino because it reminds him of Foucault. That was, a, yeah, that's right. Al Pacino. And um, I couldn't believe they did that to Al Pacino and JFK where he's dressed up like the aristocrat and he's like got the gay sex party. And uh, I couldn't believe that man. But um, yeah, I think that someone mentioned RuPaul's drag race. I think that that is another conscious effort. The club kid thing. There's some connection there with Hollywood and the club kids. Cause RuPaul mm. was one of them. And of course, uh, you know, uh, who, who, what's his name that died uh, recently? Alec. Uh, How's it going down there, Michael? Alec? <laughs> <laughs> Tapping my foot. <laughs> oh, man. Well, he, he, he was on that, um, he was on that webcam. Right well, but he was on the, the webcam uh, presentation with, what's his name? The uh, fabulous, that drag kid. Desmond you know? is amazing. Yeah, Des yeah Desmond well, is amazing. Well, no, but there's a lot of conspiracies around it, but I do think that that club kid aesthetic, a lot of people that do work in Hollywood, they probably were influenced or had some kind of adjacent connection to, I know RuPaul's Drag Race is such a big, like, cultural force. There's something to it. Like, Michael Alec is this weird cultural figure because it's like a lot of that stuff... Like, he was sort of tolerated later on by people in power. It's like this weird, I don't know, a lot of the, there's a lot of, like, weird coincidences that just don't add up if you're, like, if you have a very, like, what would you say? If you have a very linear view of the way things are created organically in terms of culture, a lot of stuff, a lot of this stuff does not make sense. Like, I mean, playing, like, like, uh, like, Divine was sort of, a lot of the gay culture in the 70s was different because it was an organic creation mm. of people who felt a sort of exclusion mm. from society. But nowadays, it seems that um, a lot of pop music that is embedded with the Hollywood culture industry, a lot of it's like, I think they're consciously aware of the fact that people meme on like this, you know, well, Illuminati, Jay-Z's uh... part of the Illuminati. I think they're aware of it. So they have to meme it even harder. And it's like this weird, like, postmodern ironic gaze of like while the audience they think that we worship satan might as well just worship satan now yeah like it's, so you think it's a snake eating its own tail yes exactly yeah it's like it's like the one corn song uh, self-fulfilling uh, <laughs> prophecy yeah exactly and, and so i think that like if you look at the way little nas has like gone after people on twitter like didn't he get involved with some politician they had like a, a tussle and it's like it's very much these zoomers trying to larp the gen x like culture war um i had this in my thread if you could post my thread love um it's very much them trying to larp this culture war of like we're gonna get this fundamentalist christians look how bigoted they are ha <laughs> ha and it's it's you know marilyn manson uh uh stuff like that and it's just really it's 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 cringe because it's going after an enemy that no longer has power anymore yeah. and even it, this whole reaction to it it's like the people that are saying that the people reacting to little nas negatively it's that the the negative reaction isn't even real it's the reaction to a made-up reaction that is what is important it's the people canceling this like scapegoat of the religious right that doesn't exist anymore well it's a it's a yeah it's a work it's a work it's a total work it's like, it's like i won the title belt in a tournament in brazil 
buddy. That's how I got the NWA World Heavyweight title. I won it in a tournament in Brazil Lil that Nas nobody X. knew about. It's Lil Nas <laughs> X, like Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He saw the yeah. wind, way the wind was blowing yeah. and decided to come out and say, listen here, brother, I'm the third man. Tell yeah, you all I'm about the, the new world order, <laughs> yeah. brother. Yeah. And World and it, Re- Championship Wrestling will never be the same. Exactly. And that was an original... That was a, a going the way the wind was blowing, and that yeah. created the Monday Night Wars and and Hulk Hogan. He saw weeks, it. brother. But then, but then, of course, uh, the writers had to ruin it by making well, like half you know, the roster uh, part of the NWO. So, <laughs> oh wait, you can you uh, can you send see... me in t- chat the uh, the link to that? Yeah, thread? yeah I'll send I'm you... curious to see where Lil Nas X rides his heel heat to. What is he going mm. to do next? That's the interesting question. Where does he follow up this? Does he? Does he follow up uh, a new music video as the the powerful Satan now, or does he just go on to like, all right, here's my next music video with crazy visuals inspired by uh, mysticism and the occult? And well, is this the, is this the limit where we are right now, or if things could get, let's say, a little bit even more extreme, where do you think the line is eventually going to uh, end up? I don't know, Noah. I mean, you're you're younger than a lot of us, so. What is your vision from what you've currently seen right now happening in your generation? What do you think is going to be in uh, the next couple of years? And I'm curious, who is the oldest person here, by the way? Is probably it John? Me. Yes. Probably, and, yeah, and then I'm curious probably, from, uh, from your... Me, right? Yeah. I'm curious from your perspective as well. So, uh, Noah, what do you think uh, is going to be something that's going to make uh, this little Nas video uh, look like... Uh, you know, um, I don't know, like uh, Gone with the Wind, or I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a movie here that's, you know, it's very old uh, Yeller. Old Yeller, that's <laughs> yes. like what 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 comes along and makes this look like uh, you know the easiest, most nice thing in the world. I I actually thought about that quite a bit, where I was like, where does it go from here? And I really yeah. just can't place it because I know it's going to keep going. I feel Full like my brain maybe just right? doesn't work that way. Oh yeah, probably honestly. It's just my brain really worked this way, but to me, all those sort of like just tired everything is just so inherently cringe to me that seeing that come out and nobody thinks it's cringe, like it's gonna keep going. I don't I honestly <laughs> I don't know. But what would be the I've been excuse? I've always I'm always surprised. So I'll let's say for way. example, let's say they have penetration shown on Disney. What would be the excuse? How would they justify it? Well, Mr. That's Rogers, I never know, but they'll get there. Uh, <laughs> they'll get there. They'll find about. a way. Uh, well, this Harlan like, Ellison. Yeah. Harlan Ellison wanted to produce. Uh, he worked. He worked at Disney for one day. He was a famous science fiction author. Wrote a bunch of Star Treks, that sort of thing. Uh, some very uh, good. I have fiction. no mouth, and I must scream. I have no mouth, and I must scream. Mm-hmm, is probably the one mm-hmm. he's most known for now. Uh, uh, he worked at Disney for one day and at lunch he uh, you know he had the, the brand new office up there and, and at lunch he decided to act out and imitate a, uh, a Disney porn what that would sound like of Goofy screwing Mickey Mouse <laughs> <laughs> and, rule 34 before it existed yes yeah. and uh, he was doing so enthusiastically you know holding court with the boys and <laughs> some executives heard uh, at the next table over oh, as he went back to his office, his name was being scraped off the door and all of his personal belongings went a box handed to him and he was gone. Oh, wow. Like half a day at Disney. Nowadays, Disney, they'd make a, they'd like, they'd worship him. They'd like find a way <laughs> promote to like, him. Yeah. promote him. Yeah. But uh, I also know for a fact that Disney keeps all sketches and artwork that their artists draw 
So that includes adult images. So there is a Disney porn archive. Wow. That's really- I've heard about that. Well, there, I do there's know one... like the Little Mermaid. There's like dildos and stuff. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the dildos. And well, the... I I do know one. Uh, I'm not gonna say who it is, uh, but I do know one Disney animator who ended up drawing uh, Rule Thirty Four of a show, not a Disney show, but another show that he worked on. Some of the characters there. So, uh, and it was discovered later on. And uh, I wonder how much I know that uh, who was his name? Um, Tezuka. After Otama Tezuka died, his daughter discovered a whole stash of uh, Rule 34 that uh, he did, like furry <laughs> anime oh, Rule 34. Why? <laughs> Why are they fucking, like, unless you're being paid to do this shit. I mean, maybe he did it as a goof. Maybe he was just laughing yeah, one afternoon and drew all that stuff out, you know, 10,000 images. So you, gotta have, you, gotta have a, you gotta have a dead man's trigger on that shit, man. You can't get your kids. <laughs> That's not right. I wonder... I wonder if like the, the Disney like got Robert Crumb to like do some stuff. I oh, wonder God. what that would look Yeah, that'd be very interesting. Uh, Mickey Mouse riding on the back of a giant woman. Yeah. A giant Amazonian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, look, pr- pretty soon. Okay, pretty soon. I want to also think- ask yeah. Bennett about like where the future is gonna go. But go ahead, yes. Lev. Sorry. Well, I just want to say pretty soon. I mean, if you think of all the Rule 34 that already exists now, yeah. the market is there. The demand is there. So probably there is going to come a time when Disney's going to decide to cash in on all of this and create like, you know, they're going to have like Ooh. something for the kids. And then like Tell it to the past night, but Disney. Yeah. Disney yes, exactly. All the old Disney properties. Little, yes. You have Little to like mermaid use your parents' yada, yada, yada. Yeah. to like do it. Yes, exactly. No, I'm telling you, I think I think this is going to happen, and I also think that we're going to have VR... No, fuck VR. VR is in the past. We are going to have technology that's going to go into our brain, uh, you know, like the Neuralink, and mm. is going to put us into a digital astral plane where we are going to be in the world of all these Disney animations, see, you know, uh, furry or not. See, that's where I think uh, AR is the, the way of the future. I think augmented reality... Like once I saw a demo of that at an E3, like maybe eight years ago, and the dude was explaining it to me, I was like, "Holy shit, this is the next thing!" Like VR is cool, it's it's neat, but it, it's it's not it's not here's crap projected on a wall and you're walking through a room and you've got the heads up display and all this crap is just suddenly there that wasn't that you know almost like uh, from beyond your pineal gland has been uh, stimulated and you suddenly see stuff that that wasn't there before. <laughs> That's not calcified, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, God. That's but, that's going to be the thing. Like, you look at how big Pokemon Go was. Like, the novelty of, I hold my phone up, and now there's a little yeah. Pokemon here. And, and everybody... that was done from uh, the... the uh... The the AI technology was done from this like geocache website. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was Legend the? Uh, of Dead they had another game. Well, well now now we well, have now we've Pokemon. Ran That's another. Well, well, now we have Pokemon Go, and in the future we're gonna have Pokemon Come. What? <laughs> All right, and I love that Lev looked in, looked in the camera as he said with a wink. Well, Lev is playing Pokemon after this. <laughs> I, think, I am uh, playing Pokemon yeah, after. Have, but uh, but, how many what, badges have we got now? We've got two, three. No, no, no. We just have one badge because. Can you play Sneaker uh, again, Lev? Look, I'm going to play my whole cast. The problem yeah. is that I got really, really bad advice from James early on, where he yep. told me that I have to uh, level up my. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, the little insect. Uh, Caterpie. You named him after uh, Serial Killer. Yes, exactly. Well, <laughs> I, well, I named him after. Uh, well, technically speaking, not a serial killer, a serial. Uh, I don't know. 
No, no, no. He didn't kill anybody. Joseph Fritzl. Did Joseph Fritzl kill anybody? No, he no, ki- but he... he... <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, let's talk about Joseph Fritzl. No, do you know Joseph Fritzl? Do you I know am, the story behind him? I am unfamiliar. Okay, so oh, Joseph okay, Fritzl... Okay, type it. Go to YouTube. There's like... <laughs> I'm afraid. Tens of documents. There's like <laughs> about a hundred documentaries on Joseph Ritzel. He's a great. Uh, he's a great Australian patriot. He became. Jo- he became Ritzel. a Fortune <laughs> hero. Yeah, we're gonna name. Oh, uh, our, we're gonna name our, uh, our yeah, Abra Albert Fish <laughs> next. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so Joseph Fritzl. I ate her little rump, but I did a- not fuck her. She died a virgin. No, a- I can't oh, believe God. I remember that from the from the Albert Fish letter. <laughs> oh my God. So let's see if I could find the layout of the basement over here. Yes, really okay. Is this is all Friday. This is the uh, this is the basement that Joseph Fritzl created to house a completely different family of his that did not see sunlight. That was just living in this. So I mean, he had j- a basement family like that uh, the Brie Larson movie where he kept the woman out in the shed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the sleeping this area. This is my the family, and out there is my shed family. <laughs> <laughs> my two wives give me a hard time. Yeah, I got my one wife that I like, and then my one wife <laughs> knows her place. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! Shed wife. Thank uh, thank God it's Monday. <laughs> We're nagging wives. Oh god! Broke shed wife. Whoa, um, shed wife. Whoa. Shed wife, shed wife, shed. Happy shed wife, happy shed life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, and we we are gonna be uh, oh, we are gonna be joined uh, by Alexandra. Alexandra oh, should be coming uh, right now to our uh, to our show over here. I send oh, her the God. idea. I always forget to give the ID. It's like such such an inconvenience. Well, but uh, but yes. Bennett, where do you think the future is gonna go? You are very yes, perceptible Bennett. about these things. Well, I said, like, I know my brand is, like, really alarmist about this kind of thing. I, I, but here's the thing. Uh, Satanism in the music industry is, like, 40 years old. Yeah. 45 years yeah. old. And um, I think this is, like you're saying, it's more grad student-y than, than you know, DO or, or, or ACDC mm. or anything. Yeah. But, but like... <sighs> I see this as more of, I, I think it has ramifications for, it's not really going to move the needle with the public is, is what I would say. Mm. I think that, I think that what it does is people who dick around with this kind of thing. Uh, I don't think Satan cares that they're just doing it as a LARP. I think, I think, uh, I think he'll take it either way. And, and I think that it transforms people. And, and, uh, you know, I, I don't want to get too. So like, go once ahead. you look in the abyss, it looks back at you. And it changes. Well, yeah, I mean, go ahead. you yeah. know, if, if you're going to, if you're going to put, if you're going to put human blood and stuff and like, you know, like spirit cooking. Oh yeah. Well, we didn't even crap. get to the shoes yet. Oh, I want to, I want to run a tweet by you, Bennett. This is, you, you've probably seen this. I talked about this yesterday. Shoot. Um, but this tweet, uh, let me just, I'm pulling it up now. Um, damn, Joseph Fritzl, you really planned ahead. That's really smart. I mean, most husbands, they don't do that. But uh, oh, way, We also have a, we have a comment this from... This person... Uh, was he a mad architect? He was the dungeon master. 
Yeah. Ooh, yeah tension master. master. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> they should they should have it that character instead of the shock master, eh, Master? Yeah, that should have been uh, but this tweet, um I, I ran it by uh Gravantis yesterday. We really didn't get a chance to talk about it. this person now this is how I know Twitter is a psyop because this person um hasn't moved the needle in terms of uh the, the same amount of followers, but the, apparently this person's a nurse and a uh, furry, obviously. And so it, this person had two viral tweets go off in the same period about little Nos, uh, Cliff Jarris and pervocracy. Um, pervocracy. Little, what a name. Yeah, I know it's, but this one, I, I was so confused about this because this is really like an American Protestant, like evangelical caricature of Christianity. Lil Nas is really exposing how many Christians think of Satan not in spiritual terms as a force of temptation and punishment for earthly wrongdoing, but in Diablo 2 terms, as a second <laughs> god who has magic powers who will take over his main god if he gathers enough worship points. But that's the thing. It's almost like that. I, I said this in my thread. It's almost like they want to do this. They want <laughs> Satan to gather enough worship points. And it's really like the, the thing is like when it came to like in the 90s you had like metal or whatever like you know for example slayer like two like okay the thing is carrie king is a total fedora tipper like caricature and he's like kind of an edgelord you know whatever but you know you had two of those guys at least during the uh the uh dave lombardo era where it's like tom Araya and dave lombardo were both uh both practicing catholics yeah they were uh, deeply religious Chile. guys who just did this as a gag like it's all it's, yeah it's an act yeah, and they had uh, yeah. some. They had some. Uh, they had some uh, songs that were pretty based as well, based in Red Pill, like uh, "Criminally Insane" is one of them. Uh, the one where they covered the Minor Threat song that they got into heat for, because at the very end, the lyrics were like "Guilty being right, guilty being white." Uh, we, mad, we, da oh. oh damn, that was a song. Drunk Drivers Against Mad Mothers. That was also pretty anti Karen, <laughs> anti Karen song right there. But um, but Carrie King's we gotta, an edge lord. I never like Carrie King. And let's face it, let's face it, let's come out with it. All the songs that you like of Slayer, they were all written by Jeff Hanneman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to say it. I have to say it. By the way, we got sorry, Alexandra. We got Alexandra Plotnik in the Hi, house. Alexandra. Hi. Have Have you guys met? By the way, no. Have you met Alexandra? This is the first no, time. No, I have not. Hi, nope. Noah. Nice to meet you. Hey. So, Alexandra. I you uh, have a certain opinion about the little Nas uh, sneaker situation, the music video. Have you ah. seen? Have you seen? I saw things? the video. It's fucking amazing. Now, what Very what do you like about it? Yeah. Um. What's that like computer simulation? Like kind of art, like deep something, like deep fakes, deep dream, deep dream. Yeah, like deep mind. Like AI generated. Uh, deep yeah, I didn't do a yeah. whole lot of research on it. Um. But it's it's fun. It reminds me a lot of um, a lot of stuff like involved in the web. It's very like web savvy. It's very like you know, I don't know. Um, very TikToky. I won't remember the name, yeah. but he does a sort of a similar. He has a similar passage. He knows how to ride trains. What we were saying earlier. He's also black. What do you think of uh, the symbolism in it? Um pretty rich it's like the garden of eden you know little naz is like he's eve and adam uh he's there to like tempt the serpent um and yeah he gives the devil a lap dance and don't we all want to give the devil a lap dance 
Geo. I mean, that was an aggressive <laughs> lap. Go back to me. Oh Geo, oh do you God. want to give the devil an aggressive lap dance? You ever lap dance? Especially if it's just line? like Diablo 2. I couldn't yeah, get over that yeah. line. I was laughing. Yeah, worship yeah. Talking about religion through the lens of Diablo 2. Yeah, big oh, Blizzard boy. fans. And we also have over here in the chat our Wait, did, uh, good friend. Blizzard did Diablo? Yeah, Blizzard was yeah. Diablo. Oh, wow. We have Intelligence Absent, our great friend Intelligence Absent. He is riding from a mental ward. He is in a mental ward at this moment, and oh, he is yeah. riding from the mental ward. Oh, my so, God. Word up. And he says, somebody in the psych ward disappeared. They just went missing. That happens <laughs> all the time, actually. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. man. They apparate. So, Maybe it's like uh, transcend. They went back to their home planet, like Pochi. <laughs> <laughs> no, legit. There, there has been some pretty gruesome stuff that has happened to psych ward patients. There's this Canadian uh, short film, um, kind of like about that, but it's real. Like there, there are, uh, it, especially like in a lot of uh, third world countries, there is like, uh, like after the Soviet Union fell, a lot of those mm -hmm. psych wards they they uh, did some pretty horrific things with their patients. Um, but no, I mean, wow, that's crazy. He's uh, intelligent apps, and he's a good friend of ours on the show. He's tweeting from a psych ward. That could be yeah. that could be some weird kind of like, uh, um, if you like had some kind of, we could do something kind of like, what was that one? What was that one black metal band that recorded psych ward patients? Um, had the artwork uh, stalic 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 yeah, yeah well, well we could do that i mean we could do btr that. we could do a live stream if, if uh, someone from the psych please someone go to ireland and hoop if you know the term hoop yeah intelligent apps in a smartphone no no so there's no need he's he's already typing from the ward he's got yeah. internet oh, wow. access somehow it's been suitcased into him yeah yeah i don't <laughs> know like maybe maybe they're operating on different laws there maybe it's legal for people who voluntarily yeah. go into the psych ward to have internet access and to have their cell phone with them that seems why, to why be do the they case ban, yeah why do they ban so i guess they ban cell phones from prison because then it's like you could look up somebody's paperwork yeah like that's happened you could, before you, right? you could you know? do a lot of things from a cell phone yeah oh yeah you could but you at, could still uh, but operate it, your uh, drug empire from a cell it phone. would be pretty interesting though to talk to some of the people in the psych ward like who have interesting you know not not just so like haha but like who have interesting things mm -hmm. to say mm -hmm. because there are a lot of people outsider artists if you will who operate at a different frequency and it would be interesting to get their take on uh even this little nas video some shamans for sure yes exactly oh, yeah. exactly it's, uh, yeah. yeah it's like that mckenna video that uh it's called schizophrenic or shamanistic that was uh wait myself says why is everyone assuming he's locked in with them well <laughs> what... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no but what's the alternative here if you're doing Dude, it you there? West... yes i oh, have been watching he... west watson i'm an avid west watson fan um, his uh, latest videos aren't that great, but like when he's like his first like few vi like his first run like after he did the big Herc interview, uh, that was great. That was some great stuff. Uh, Wes Watson, yeah. I don't know. People call him a grifter or whatever, but like I think he's he's doing some good. At least okay, okay, yeah, he probably is a grifter, but like he, he apparently his story is legit, and it's like if he's putting out good vibes into the world for people that need it, I think that's all right. I think like it's no shame to make money off of like uh, filling a niche, you know, who among yeah. us is not a hustler of some kind. Exactly. Well, you remember the bump fights guy, 
He was uh, on Dr. <laughs> Phil. Yeah, bum fights guy. I bet you, is he out of prison? Like, his bum fights guy? I like, think he is out forever? of... Yeah, I think Man. he's on probation or something. Speaking of, speaking of fuck Dr. Phil, did you guys hear about uh, Bad Baby? Like her OnlyFans? Oh, yeah. She's the... Uh, Did, she's what's the, your name? The, uh... the Judas Goat for a new generation of... <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> As she came out, she said, fuck Dr. Phil and his fucking, you know, his his, his sleepaway camp with fuckheads, you know? Like, <laughs> no, Dr. Phil's such You're the bad boys asshole. and girls who go on his Dr. show. Phil's the worst. Mm. That's such a crazy laugh, by the way, Alexandra. It's oh, such a, it's like a cackle. It's amazing. I know. <laughs> well, you've got you've gone through uh you've Alexandra, would you are you up to being a shed No, I'm not no, no, I'm not gonna... <laughs> Would you be up would be willing to be a shed wife? <laughs> a what? A shed wife. Shad wife? All right. Shad. Shad, never mind. Oh, shad, shad wife. That would be like uh, with Shad Man. We were talking about Joseph well, you see, Fritzl before. We're discussing Joseph Fritzl who imprisoned yeah. a family. Yeah, no, under I know. I know, Joseph, I know about Joseph Fritzl. I know would about you be, Dad? Geo's asking oh, if you would so be. So she's said, just saying, <laughs> would you like to be imprisoned? Under a crawl space, under Geo's crawl space. Yeah, like Geo will take care of everything you need. You get to watch the Fresh Prince all day, every day. <laughs> You get to watch this. Yeah, the uh, the 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 fella, the, the one in America that had uh, that kept the girls in his it. basement. That's that's what they said that they I'm watched all day. They would sit I'm there. I'm sorry, Alexandra. You can live in my crawl space. I'd live in Alexandra's crawl. Oh no, that's uh, I don't know. Would. I'd, I'd probably be signing up for more than I bargained for if I. I don't know if you'd fit. Oh, oh, oh! Wait, are we still talking about that. the crawl space? That. What if it was like misery and he cut his legs off? No, <laughs> she hobbled no. me with a fucking sledgehammer. Yeah, it becomes like boxing <laughs> Helena. You uh, cut his legs, cut his arms, and, and you, you just ride, ride, ride him around. He's walking on the nubs, and you just ride him around. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, sort of like that. Uh, the like, like um, book, uh, like the uh, Aristotle uh, thing, man, where uh, uh, the daughter of um. Is the daughter of Alexander Violence was Jack. riding around? That's the one I'm thinking of. Violence Jack had the people that had they had cut their arms and cut their legs off, and they had were hobbled oh. like that. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, that's there was hot. that furry. Oh, there was that furry situation with the guy who uh, I can't what, believe did he, it. Did he voluntarily cut his arms he, off? Yeah, oh, he, no, well, don't he, mention no. that. Jesus, yeah, he, he did it at a to perfect the point time. where no. they had to, to <laughs> amputate. But see, here's here's the thing. Uh, we just went right into the gutter. But Alexandra is a good sport, and she turned it around on me. Yes. And yes. so, please, I'm I'm a, as I've said, I'm a total respecter of women. It was just a joke. No, don't you are, yeah. it. Don't bullshit. Don't I mean, bullshit, yeah. Yeah. But I don't believe in women's rights. Are you a respecter of yourself? Well, I think I think uh, we're we're all good. Uh, we're all good sports, but yeah. but what I wanted Noah, to say, Noah, do you respect yes. women? Sure. Yeah. Okay. How dare you ask? Diplomatic that answer was depending on where anybody falls. It's right. Yeah, Lev doesn't have to ask me. I'm I'm a bastard. Like I don't respect anybody's rights. Well, technically speaking, well, technically speaking, like a bastards implies that the mother had a child with somebody who. You always think I'm completely debased. I'm I'm an immoral person. That's what a bastard is. Well, technically, someone speaking, who's illegitimate. No. Uh, yeah. Illegitimate, yeah. I'm very illegitimate for sure. But wait, what were we talking about before we descended? Joseph into this Fritzl, uh, shed. No, wife. before Joseph Fritzl. Um, what did well, Alexandra say? So, well, so, 
Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, and with the last oh. one thing that we didn't really, uh, we didn't really the hit shoes. yet is that text. The shoes. Oh. The text yeah. on the tree, which is from the symposium, which I don't know if you guys are uh, familiar or not, but it's, it's, uh, it's talking about how there were, because the Greeks were, you know, a bunch of pederasts anyway. But they, oh, yeah. they, they, like all great civilizations, you know. They, they, um, well, that's where Socrates talked about the love of, uh, to resist the temptation of a young boy, sort of deal. Right. So well, this, it, what this says yeah. here, what this says here is because they were divided, they, they, they yearn for each other. So, so Zeus punishes the first humans. So originally, the, the original humans were uh, yeah. connected, and they had four legs and four yep. arms and two heads, and and they were connected. And then I have seen Hedwig in the Angry Inch. He cut oh, them in <laughs> half, and um, so there were men who were all male. It was two men in a little thing and they so so the idea is that they desired each other because they had been separated yeah what's interesting about that is you've got the 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 masculine and the feminine symbols over and below that which makes me think that this is almost a a flipping that on its head and it's it's not like uh i'm 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 a man who who was divided from another man. It's almost as if it's like there's this Adam and Eve myth, this this Adam and Eve uh, union that I'm consciously rejecting. Because all of this is about consciously rejecting. It's all about uh, I'm going to not do what I'm supposed to do. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's that's the Luciferian attitude. But it's right, which is all of this. Wait, wait, blanked out for a second. I, I heard at the start of that, like the thing that you're supposed to do or the temptation is boys. What is it really the thing that he's implying there that the thing you're meant to do is have sex with little boys? I blanked out there. What the fuck? No, no. Um, well, I should, when I say Socrates, I mean Plato is a mouthpiece for Socrates because I believe that was yeah. the middle dialogue. So um, it was, it was just an off quip about like how soldiers were tempted by. Um, by the the love of uh, the young boys, but it was like you should resist such temptations of the beautiful ideal. So Camille Paglia talks about the symposium as the ideal of the beautiful boy, which has been part of gay culture literally since the ancient Greeks. And he talks about that being, she talks about that being, uh, is that her pronouns or she doesn't care? Yeah, Camille um, Paglia. Yeah, she's 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 a she's a woman. She's a, she's all woman. But she says she's trans, though, which I, I think maybe she... What? Like, no way. I think we're talking about her ideas. We don't as, need to as talk bit... about her vagina. No, 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 I know, there. I know, I know. But anyway, oh, she had this thing vagina. where she's asexual. Can we call it a front hole? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about her ideas. Anyways, oh, before we go into the gutter, um, um, <laughs> she primary, about, secondary, and tertiary orifice. Yeah, yeah. She she talked about the Lady idea parts. of the beautiful boy as a sexual persona that has chased a lot of the artist and, ironically enough, the artist and the warrior cast throughout uh, from the Greek civilization till now. If we want to say that, quote unquote, European civilization was started in ancient greece but what's interesting about the symposium and this is probably where the grad student who put that in there probably didn't read enough is that that was just one interpretation of the ancient uh or or i can't never pronounce it Uroboros. i know that because the cynics cynic song euroboric forms that was like the heaviest song on the album focus um 
the Uruboric form of the masculine and feminine. What we have near here in the little Nos music video, it's almost this like weird occlusion of the feminine. The feminine principle is becoming totally like territorialized by this like weird sort of like um, inversion of the feminine. And it's, it's really crazy because when you actually read the symposium, that interpretation was later rejected by Socrates. But what's interesting is that the, well, I mean, the character Socrates made by Plato. What was interesting is that was the only platonic dialogue, apart from like a few places here in the Phaedrus and the Timaeus, the only platonic dialogue where a woman philosopher gets the best of Socrates, because in the very last sort of round of discussion, Diomeda, who I believe she wasn't a slave girl. She was like a, a wise woman came into the discussion. It was like one of the only dialogues where a woman was actually speaking to men discussing philosophy in the Agora, which was the Greek school of philosophy. Uh, and, Diomeda proposes the definition of love or attraction that they finally landed on as like, I, it's been a, such a while since I read it. I think it was like internal longing or something like that. There's Bennett's kids, by the way. Yeah, that's adorable. Oh. Yes. But yeah, I have to actually look, let me just quickly Google um, the, the final definition so here we have like this weird like mixing in of the the sort of the Greek dialogue. It's it's really weird because at the very end that you know that definition was rejected. Mm. Um symposium Alcibiades Socrates. Um who saw that inquiring into uh, in conclusion, Diomeda gives Socrates a guide on how men of this class should be brought up from a young age. First, he should be started by loving a particular body he finds beautiful. But at the, as time goes on, he will relax his passion and pass to the love of all bodies. From this point, he will pass to the love of beautiful minds, then to the knowledge, then to knowledge. Finally, he will reach the ultimate goal, which is the witness beauty in itself rather than its representations. So again, this is like, um, then, then it says, uh, Marcelo Ficino then later like took this in Whoa. terms of platonic love. So this is like, again, this is a reaffirmation of the platonic schema of like the theory of Wait, forms. Does platonic come from Plato? Am I yeah, right yeah. yeah. Platonic well, love also... is the love of beauty and, and the idea <laughs> that you love beauty and love itself that is disinterested or um, not romantic love. Yeah. Well, well it's also yeah. like a, like an alchemical transmutation where you have like yeah, the system of the chakras yeah. and kundalini and you would start from something much more base whereas you know just like having sex and appreciating uh, the human body and stuff like that and yeah. then you would go up to finer levels of uh, realization so then so then diomeda yeah diomeda socrates why is it that have previously agreed that love is always a beautiful thing? For if love affected everyone indiscriminately, then why is it that only some appear to pursue beauty through their lives? Socrates does not have the answer. So again, Socrates being stumped by a woman. I mean, I know a lot of like. Um, wait, wait, you, you said it really fast though. What was her? What was the point that she stumped Socrates with? About like they were they were sort of going through all of these different definitions of beauty, and so Diomedes is saying we agreed that beauty, the beautiful. Um, that love is always the love of beautiful things, right? So all of the previous definitions that Alcibiades and uh, Aristophanes and all that they were giving wasn't adequate. Then Diomeda comes, who is a woman, and like totally BTFOs, not BTFOs Plato, but then like 
comes to the final platonic conclusion with Socrates that actually, like you were saying, Lev, it's an alchemical process of realizing the love of you. Oh, love is like to realize beauty itself in itself as a form, as an ideal. Geo, so, are you uh, seeing uh, this? Is that, the screen. Is, is that my name, Sorry, Geo? Reading. What the, the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? I look, I look like, I look uh... like... I look you, like DSP here. What the? Yeah. <laughs> I look like Dark Side oh Phil. Oh my god. It's like you're about to sell Jesus. comic books to the kids. That's me, like oh, yeah. stumpless in yeah. Uh, yeah. in my in my office, in my in my you know in my basement. I'm oh my man. god. I'll talk about the love of beauty. Also known as right right so doing what so you're guess, listening uh, to Dio yeah. talk about. All that. I do. Uh, I do. Uh, I do. Wait, ben, guys, ben, the way, ben, just the, just real quick. I I actually not not just because of the amputee thing, but I actually do. Have to dip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this has been a ton of fun. Well, uh, <laughs> ben, please go follow my good friend. We always love having you. You always yes, bring such as amazing insight. And uh, God bless you and your family, my friend. And by the way, now that we're talking, taking this uh, opportunity, I wanted to say this at the beginning of the show. But yeah. if you, if everyone out there, this is totally serious. If everyone out there could give a special prayer to my good friend uh, Lapis Lima, her husband is in the hospital and mm. uh, she really needs our support. Mm. She's a good friend of mine. She runs the uh, Substack Covidian Aesthetics. She's a great writer, great friend, and uh, God bless you and your family. Um, and, and God bless you and your family, Bennett, as well. Thanks a lot. Yeah, and, and uh, absolutely. We'll, we'll if you want to well. throw her Twitter up, love me. Oh, actually, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. But yeah, All so, right, guys, have a good one. See have ya. a good one, man. Take, Take care. care. So, uh, I love I how, do, we, I, how we cut out every time his kids come. I do have one, one <laughs> criticism of the artwork. <laughs> one criticism of the artwork is that the stump what? in the back... You yeah, I know. This, yeah, I know. yeah, it's, it's kind of be that way. He's walking. Yeah. He's walking. Little, I doesn't know. Doesn't matter. It's, it's not going to stretch all the way, all the way there. We, we're not going to see it. Like it's almost exactly like out the camera's of the violence too high up. Yeah, I know. Also, you know, there's a lot of st shit fucked up with the drawing. Believe me, I I, I see it all. But... I'm so, I don't know why we're giving criticism on like a, a sketch, <laughs> but how quickly yeah. did you make that? Because it's pretty good. I mean, it's a, yeah, yeah, like she seemed to nail the exact concept we were talking about, like perfect. Some yeah. reason it's just of like, like I'm picturing sound being like you know when you get a big thing of ham and it's just like that kind of a splash, <laughs> oh, yeah. not quite. You know what I mean? Like, so can we touch on the 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 little Nas X shoes? Yes, the, please. The okay, yes, please enlighten me with the shoe thing. So my understanding is it's. I'll be right uh, back. I believe it's fake blood supposed to be in the shoes. It's not like the Kiss comic book where it was actually the real Kiss all took drops of their blood and put into the ink of the comic book. And that would really circulated around uh, inside the comic book, of, you know, as part of the uh, the gimmick there. I think, uh, you know, it's, it's the idea that uh, Nike's got these shoes that have fake blood in them. Mm. And for some reason, people lost their minds over some shoes. There, there was this one. Uh, that's like such an old idea that like goes back so long. Um, there was this one. Um, I think it was a gay culture magazine. This was like back in the the late nineties. Well, you know all about gay culture magazines, huh? Well, Ooh. Oh, Ooh. no, I know. That's shed wife talk. Well, you've been in the art world long enough. I mean, um, but there, there was this um, this gay culture magazine. I forget its name. I have to look it up. But it was part. The reason I know this is because it was like uh, featured in like early Vice back when they used to be edgy. Um, it was like they printed the Not first from your personal collection. Not from your personal yeah, fuck. collection. 
Vice actually used to be edgy back in the day. Believe it, it or not, it really when, did. I fucking Adam I had McGinnis a used to run it. A vintage Vice. I oh my god, because uh, my dad's store used to sell them. Oh so wow! I, yeah, I got yeah, into them when they were doing uh, the weird travelogue series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vice yeah. guide to and the do's and don'ts. Yeah, it was and like Vice raw. guide to Liberia, like, uh, that kind of so thing. So on PC. Like t- yeah. the total opposite of whatever the fuck they're doing now. They they like, had like articles, fuck, but like vintage let's, vice is amazing. They had articles like vice. how to bang a Muslim woman, like literally. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, all the good shit. But they they had little the... um they had those do's and don't action figures. I had those. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was when they moved to New York for the first in the, but so they had this magazine where it was a print edition. I think it was an exclusive run where they took um, AIDS positive blood from one of the editors and they incorporated it. And and it was all the font was like this blood red um, crimson pigment. And they had like this big thing about it, but I think like they had, um, they they had like a thing where they are they said like that's the pages are all laminated so don't worry about like the blood it's like been so processed that don't worry you about can't get AIDS, AIDS from it. you know one of the worst things you could See, possibly get I, don't worry I, about it just read our like AIDS yeah, infested yeah I, I hadn't but considered like I, that the thing with, is that it's been a comic book pretty don't worry about it. yeah yeah what about but a comic was, book mask? That was in the seventies, the the Kiss comic book. It was like a gimmicky thing they did. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, like a Marvel they, comics thing. They even had like uh, that one limited edition of uh, who was the drummer for Slipknot before he left the good one, Joey Jordanson, where he like yeah. he had his blood and like the blood the tip he like dipped the tips of the drumsticks red like that stuff with blood like there's artists who use it um the the great illustrator artist Joe Coleman uh used his own blood uh look up his stuff he actually has a painting of albert fish but it's more of like a tapestry illustration um so yeah but what is but what's this thing like i i know like uh the whole thing with shoes like like what is the controversy that they've pulled the shoes i believe that's the idea that he his shoes have been canceled from uh you know, the, the fundamentalists and boomer complaints and people going off about Satanism, like that his shoes have been canceled. But the thing is, that's like a weird, um, that that's like, uh, these people who, who's that guy that was like on, that was always on, um, not the young terrorist. Look at Rocky over here. The, the Pac-Man guy. What's the guy's name? Dave Pac-Man. Yeah, he had that tweet. He's like, well, cancel culture isn't real. And whenever there was cancel culture, it was conservatives doing it to the Dixie Chicks. And it was like, so now Lil Nas is on. And now it's like this weird sort of like countering where they're like, no, in actuality, uh, not only is cancel culture not real, but conservatives do it. And it's like this. Yeah, I personally say uh, consequence culture. That's that's their word for it. But it's, it's the same thing. I personally think Lil Nas had something to do with like it's like a kayfabe sort of thing. It's kind of like you know the the wedding on Monday Monday Night Raw. It's not real. It's like this weird, yeah. I mean, Kane wasn't really going to make you feel horrible. All of this shit is, I swear, like designed to make people feel horrible. Just like manufactured bullshit. Where it's just like, okay, here's some Satanist bullshit I'm doing today. Here's some other stuff. It's designed to like the media like amplifies it as well, and it's right, designed it's to make you feel yeah. miserable. I fucking ignore it. I don't know why there's the stream on little Nas's little fucking I don't know like artist project from when he was. I don't five know. Years I feel I like, feel the boys like like breaking down artistic symbols and you know the. the no, I feel no. That's I mean I get that, but it's just, for us. 
I get that, but it's sure. just the kind of like I don't want to fucking promote this shit. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, it's not my fucking part, but it's just fucking. Oh, I'm gonna twerk on Satan. I'm. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's cringe. It's just oh, cringe. Twerk on it's Satan. just cringe. Thank you. I just. Yeah, yeah. That's that's I, my reaction. It's just cringe. Yeah. It's just I cringe. That was a good. I, that was a good thing. Like I you mentioned. It's it's also ahead, very much about um, sort of valorizing and validating uh, LGBTQ uh, youth. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Fuck your Christian God who hates us. You know, we're gonna wash little nest, work on the devil, and that was another know, viral like, tweet, by the yeah, way. Yeah, like he he dunked on Nike so hard. Nike did not, um, like did, did not condone that collaboration, uh, which is funny because they did condone the Jesus collaboration, but not the satanic one. Pretty hypocritical. Um, mm. No, I dig it. I think it's great. Like, you don't really have to explain your, your expectations for pop culture might be a bit too high. Like, well, yeah, that's why I try and ignore it. I try and fucking ignore it. It's not that deep. But I think I ignore it. I hate it. Imagine Blue Nas X had celebrated the Demi Rouge first and then worked his way up to Satan. Yeah, he became a Gnostic, then a Satanist. Yeah. That would have been something else. He then he would be talking about uh the the Alc- the archons like but but that's already been done. There's already been rappers who are like gnostics or whatnot. That's mm. kind of been uh I, I don't know. I the think black that peas. What was it black? No, there I know was the some... Wu Tang Clan or uh, yeah. I think they were five percenter guys. They they were into that mm. stuff. Oh, but it was like yeah. this like weird form of like uh, yeah. Like, my ex-boyfriend was like obsessed with five percenters and fi- their lingo and everything and it's like it's real ocd yeah. shit like every letter has like a numeric correspondent and also like a specific word that's associated with like you know five percenter um mythology can someone just give me a the, quick thing on what five percenter means sorry i'm a bit out of it oh man it's basically a a, a, a muslim cult I what, like the like black nationalists yeah, or black Israelites, but like yeah, even, it's, it's even closer to that. Like, they, they call each other God. Shakespeare was a black God. man, you know. The yeah, and, uh, they it's, call it's all about how the white man. Do they shout? That's right. Things. Yeah, it's like black. Oh, um, the black timing could not be better. The timing could not be better. Hotep Sophia yes. is in the house. Yes. Yes. Was Shakespeare Sophia. a black Sophia. man, Sophia? Was Shakespeare a black hey, man? Hey, Please fill us in. I made it. Hey, just talking about up? great to see again. What Shakespeare yeah. black man? Uh, we were just talking about the five percenters. I think the internet may be a little bit lagging behind. Uh, yeah, I think uh, she's, uh, she's in the car right now. No, no, but it's a matter of getting the right range. She's uh, she she's gonna be here. No worries about that. But yeah, I think the five percenters they call men God, like what's up God, and they call women Earth, which does not sound mm. as good. Right, right. Like, what's so, up, what's so it's like gods above women. Is that that the kind of the thing? Well, uh, women, thing? from what I understand, they're supposed to be the highest you know, like mother thing Earth. and the lowest thing. There's a bit well, of a mother, contrast. mother Earth, nature, okay. and this Gaia. sort of like that Shiva Shakti type of principle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think no. I think I have heard of that before. Yeah, but uh, uh Sophia, what do you think of the whole little Nas situation with the shoes and the video and all that? What is what, what is your take on all this? Um, well, it's actually uh, right on uh, track if you know how these people operate. I mean, first of all, the shoes came out during Holy Week, so that's like no yeah. shocker. Oh yeah, and. Exactly. Yeah, um, and yeah, then is, uh... you have uh, 
you know, all the other just the 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 blood and the symbolism of that thing rolled out. Yeah, the connection here is not the best one. Yes. Maybe they thought people would be okay with it. And I think that's oh, I'm on ninety five. Anyway, but I think that they did. They still haven't realized that people don't like that stuff. And I think that's the the most shocking thing to me, uh, is that they still think people are okay with this stuff. Mm. It's unbelievable. Like people are not okay with it, like overtly or covertly. It's not good. So But but do you think like it's because the shoes are kind of like this meme of like a status symbol that there there's this like weird sort of attempt by uh, whatever you want to call them, the, the culture industry to sort of like um, glob on this, this like weird consumerism in the black community itself. Like, like it's uh, this, you know, like air, you got to buy your Air Jordan sort of thing. It's almost like there, there's like a cynical marketing technique going on here. The way they did with gangster rap and like w- wearing like Air Jordans or whatnot. Like, I don't know. It's like, well, the, I think the problem is that black people wouldn't wear those shoes. Like they're not, I mean, in order for that to be true, you, you're basically saying that black people are okay with Satanism, which is, mm. is not true by any standard. Like most black people grew up in the church. They went to the church, you know, they've been to church. They not necessarily willing I mean, I've not seen the video, but would it be better with Yeezy? Azalea Banks aside, they're not willing to, you know, <laughs> participate. Yeah. She's not a Satanist. She's just I, I, yeah, I imagine like, even uh, theater, Islamic people probably not uh, big fans of that video. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you did. I mean, the blatant Satanism is just everywhere. Like, I mean, literally, there the devil was in it. So, I mean, you can't pretend that it's not, devil. you know, what it yeah, is. It's, but it's, I mean, it's not enough that he just, just beats the devil. It's that I don't he understand. Aggressively, <laughs> just like sexually assaults the devil. We yes. have a yeah, we have a hot take. We have a hot take from uh, our good friend Mehran. Uh, always with the hot takes. He says the black gay was sort of a Promethean Ismail who fe- oh. f- fell down to hell to replace the patriarch Abraham through g- a gay sex. A gay sex. A gay sex. There was uh, Ismail, Islam versus Isaac, Judaism involved in the power struggle. Mm. I feel like we're really overanalyzing this. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't no, some I stuff in there. I doubt it. I don't know. I'm telling there you, the grad the student that came up with these the script, he's, uh, it's not over... Uh, um, sorry, I'm just. I th- I think that, but but Hotep Sophia, do you think that it's a way of trying to divorce that sort of Christian religiosity with, um, like this, not just the Satanism, but I notice like a lot of lo- woke lingo. It's like this purposeful, like they're embracing, like I don't know, new atheism, but woke, like like atheism plus, like they're talking about like it's the colonizer religion sort of thing. So do you do you think they like want to divorce the black community from their uh, Christian religiosity? I don't of know. Of course, it's, 
Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's the whole goal is to get black people roped into these Christian sex and then basically take it from them like they did with closing the churches for a whole year so that's sort of the end game but the problem is that people are still i mean they haven't turned everyone into zombies so people are still capable of having independent thought as soon as that is over then of course it's a huge problem but right now people are still capable of independent thought they can still look at something and say this is bad idea or this is a good idea you know what i mean and so as soon as that's gone then there's another set of problems but that has not that's not gone it's like people saying oh you know like if you're in the black community you voting for this stuff like no actually like the corruption is so huge that it, it just gets glossed over. Like you just accept the fate. But if you were to ever have an honest election, you would see black people are not voting the way that people say that they are. There's just no alternative. Like there's no, you know, way to get the truth out, you know, and that's sort of the same thing with this culture mm. stuff. People don't like Cardi B. They might like her music, but they don't like all the stuff that she's doing. They don't think that it's good for their kids to see this type mm. of stuff, but there's no other options. Like they won't listen. Like <laughs> I know lots of people who won't do what I did and just c completely divorce themselves from the music and listen to something that doesn't have the connotations. They won't do it because it's way too comfortable. They like their stuff way too much. Instead of saying, I like it but it's like this is not something i should be listening to because it's evil they won't do that so because it's comfortable but that doesn't mean that they think it's great the direction that that this stuff is going because if you had a conversation with just a group of people they would tell you man this stuff is wrong but mm -hmm. i like this person because of their struggle or their life is like mine or whatever the case may be now the problem with little nas x is that he's not really someone that black people would consider black this is a huge because he was doing country. So like he's not appealing to black people. Like that's that's when I think of black of someone appealing to black people, that is, him is not it for any number of reasons, but especially he was doing country. Black people don't do country. I mean, I don't know, not in urban areas, maybe in Texas, but like in DC, if I played some country, I would get shot. I mean, like they would probably like shoot at my feet so I go away. You know what I mean? No one listen to that. Wouldn't be pleasant. It wouldn't be pretty. So that's why I'm like, you know, who is the real audience for this? It's the same thing with Candace Owens having a nighttime show. Who is the audience for that? It's not black people because black people don't like Candace Owens. At That's all. Who, so Lev, who is the audience? Lev, I said that yesterday. Yes. I said that yesterday. Candace Owens is not for black people to try no. to get them into conservative. Well, it's the, purely the, for no. the token diversity point of mm, Fox mm. News having Candace Owens on her. Yeah, well, Candace's uh, whole thing uh, with the, the – what was the thing she was trying to, to kickstart before? Has anyone um, here ever met anyone that's or, actually like oh, Candace so, Owens seriously? Like, she was trying to kickstart some kind of like uh, – No, she was trying to kickstart a – I know, uh, Doctor, I think it is. It was a bullying database sort of thing. Yeah. Is she that yeah, person in the ghost boxes? Or is there someone else? No, she's uh, I get these people a confused. black female conservative. She's not a celebrity, so – Okay, well, I don't know. I thought it was that annoying. I, I mean, she starts was, fights uh, with Cardi B on the you know, internet. In the year 2021, are we all her. celebrities now? No. Yeah. It was, uh, it, it was funny. Everyone was fighting bullshit, though. It was funny <laughs> how Dave Rubin was telling Joe Rogan that uh, she was responsible for all the black people voting for Trump more than Who Kyra said West. That? 
It's kind of someone's white. I don't know. It's, yeah, I Dave who Rubin she also is. said he was a comedian. I don't know who she is. Lord. That is crazy. She. She yeah, Dave Rubin. Uh, Dave Rubin's also said he was a gamer. Could not name uh, when pressed about it. Could not name one Sega game he played. Oh, oh my name! Yeah, you Hotep know Sophia, the Pokemon you play Sega one. games. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, well, I am. By the way, Hotep Sophia. I don't know if you're still going to be around, but I would love for you to join me doing a Pokemon live stream playthrough of Pokemon Red. I don't know if you play Fe- Pokemon Fellas, Red and Blue. I have, I have new- not played Pokemon Red. I played Pokemon Cards. I'm old. I no, that's cards. that's even older than the card. Well, it's yeah. relatively as old as the cards. Pokemon Red version for the Game Boy, the original uh, Game Boy. Yeah, you oh, would see, recognize Boy, the the Pokemon. Would, like it's, it's a lot of the same characters. Okay, all I played was Sega, and then after Sega, I was like, Can you name a Sega game that you were into? Oh, Crash Bandicoot, and of course Sonic. <laughs> Sonic was the first one we played. We played Sonic One. We had the first. Sega, like the old one, but not when everyone else well, had it. Te- After I, everyone I, else, I don't had mean it. to be. I don't mean to be a deck. Technically speaking, Crash Bandicoot was not for the Sega. It was for the um, uh, PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation. Yeah. Right, right. We had a PlayStation. It's all Nintendo. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't as far off good. as Dave Rubin, unable to name a game. Yes. How, how oh, about yourself? How about yourself, Noah? Uh, what uh, was the first game uh, for the? Uh, have you played Sega? Uh, I any actually, Sega systems? I have my mom's Sega Genesis in my closet. Actually, I've I've broken that thing all the time. I don't know which one it is. There is like a classic Sonic game in there with it. Classic, classic. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and I had the only experience with Sega. Mainly going over like family's place. We had family in like. Pennsylvania somewhere and they had all the old shit and so I don't even know what those games were I can't remember their titles but we grew up playing them I was too young to grasp and are you a Sonic fan by any stretch of the imagination or not really you were never I I don't know never really it, it was funny is my mom when I was growing up and I was like, why the, like why the fuck don't you like Sonic and I was like because I have Halo mom I'm like, you don't understand. I'm, like, I'm from a different generation. Mm. Like, but no, I never really like. It's not that I despise or anything, but it's just never really my. Yeah, I think I you know, get what like I'm saying. Chat at the moment. Appreciate <laughs> it for what I it is. My, I definitely appreciate it for what it is. My first video game was my cousin who gave me a Sega Genesis. It was like the one uh, Sonic, and the uh, the Jungle Book game. That was mm-hmm. like the first, first two. Yeah, I'm old enough that my first game was uh, Double Dragon. Mm. So I'm 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 a much much older fella. Alexandra, how about you? What is your uh, most memorable first game? Uh, I know I had like a like a little handheld Game Boy deal, like I a Tiger like, Tiger Electronics. Tetris that sort of thing. Tiny Team Adventures. Uh-huh. Uh huh. my dad had like this fucking like. Like one of like the first ever handheld gaming devices that he gave to me, and it had like super, like eight bit graph, like just black and white. Like, bl- sorry, gray. Looked very green, right? Yeah, it was green. It was cool. Um, As a, a Game yeah, Boy. I've never been like a big video games person, so sorry. Don't have a whole lot. Yeah, we're all. Little yeah, I'm not a big here. gamer person either. I mean, I pl- like the most I ever played. The longest game I ever played was like. Vice City and like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I'm definitely turning into an old person because basically the game I've played the most over like the past year has been this like Minesweeper thing. And it's not the original Minesweeper, it's some like oh. redo version, but that just shows like my 
my internal age because it's just fucking the the thing i'll I'll leave with is that uh because i I got a live stream i i run dungeons and dragons on my twitch oh yeah and uh the uh the thing i'll leave with is everybody now is a gamer like like your mom's a gamer your dad's a gamer everybody's a gamer whether it's stardew valley tetris uh you know that minesweeper thing that uh, he's playing like everybody's playing something yeah candy crush all that stuff like everybody's into something halo uh, you know, there's something on a visceral so, level that just hits me about the term gamer. I do not yeah. like it. You a gamer? You a gamer? Any gamers right. in the room? Yeah. Just, I, it just yeah, I, me don't back. I, I like when media in place like, of uh, uh, slurs or, or nasty names. I just go, oh, where are my gamers at? What are you gonna say? No. Hey, 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 hey myself, C- calm down there, my friend. Oh, I was, okay. I, oh. I, I, I don't. What trust... are you gonna say, Noah, about gamers? Okay. The identity of gamer. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah. I just don't identify with media. That term has always been weird to me. It's like mm. you don't fucking. Nobody identifies with like listening to music or like watching. Right. Movies yeah. or anything. It's like I, why I like is to that? Think of myself as a gaming enthusiast. Yeah. Not a gamer. Like whatever a gamer is is yeah. not. Not necessarily what I am. I feel like there what is. What did a... you think? Sorry, what did you think I was gonna do, Levy? You just you just started to tell me to calm down, like I was gonna just like kill someone or something. Yeah, this I don't is, know what you did. Yeah, I, I was emotionally scarred from past incidents. Don't worry about it. What do you not... mean? Well, from me? Or... No, not from no. not from you. He's gonna not, talk not, about <laughs> not not from you. I'm not gonna friend. start saying the gamer word. My neighbors. It's like it's all good here. <laughs> okay, good. Anyway, <laughs> Noah. Since I want to become a live stream, uh, like a video game playing star. Do you have any advice for me? Because I'm going to do that Pokemon thing after this. You're asking the wrong guy. I got no idea what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yet somehow you were able to amass an army of loyal uh, followers. And I mean, I wouldn't say you are, you know, a professional Let's Player, but you are within the gaming world. So there are yeah. certain things you may have picked up on. I don't know. It's just like, yes, you could you could address it from the concept of why people come to watch those things. And what I've found is that it's often less because it's a game or anything like that. It's just because the game is good at stimulating a conversation about something or catalyzing yeah, I, a conversation. I, I, my something. experience with live streams is it's more of a hangout. Like you, people are coming mm-hmm. to hang out with you, not necessarily to watch a certain video game. Like the video yeah. game, yeah, or, the video or game even, is just an excuse. even Dungeons and Dragons, it's it's a uh, which is what I usually live stream. It's a, a conduit for conversations. Like you know, not it's even. It's kind of like what like yeah. when you were a kid and you go over to your friend's house. I'm gonna use Halo as an example again because that's what I grew up on. So you go over to your friend's house, you want to play Halo split screen on split screen. You're like, oh yeah, this fucking sucks because split screen halves the frame rate or whatever. Maybe not on like C and shit like that. But you know what I mean? Then you're like, I'm just gonna fucking watch you play. And then we'll just sit here and talk. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know. I don't know. It's one of those things where I come from like a weird age where like, you know, when the Wii came out, that was like a huge, like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like BBC. And I had the, the kind of parents where my mum was trying to get my grandparents to play Wii sports. And that's such a weird thing. Cause it's like, I would rather like now sit around and play. But as a kid, it's like, you use that to try and get the the kids okay. Oh, we got a game to play, and also grandma and grandpa are coming around to right, get the yeah. little mm-hmm. kids. We'll see the the and Wii then get sports, the old people to talk. You know, Wii sports kind of gets everybody because exactly. everybody likes bowling, everybody likes baseball. Like it's yeah. it's easy to understand tennis. Like you know, everybody can, and the controls are simple enough that everybody can hang. Well, that's why I like uh, Pokemon. The reason is the Wii still around? Like, do people still play it? Oh, people absolutely still play wow. Wii. Like the original Wii. Like people are still into that. Like there 
are places where, uh, like uh, somebody told me that old folks' homes are in particular, they love the bowling because it's just so simple. They, everybody can just take turns bowling. Very simple, uh, easy to understand. And it's not, it's not necessarily the most physical thing in the world to sit there and just swing the remote. I'd much rather do that than fucking play Monopoly. I have too many bad memories of Monopoly. Just fucking Monopoly yeah, hey, game made hey, by hey, Monopoly, Monopoly is the greatest. No, no, it isn't. Don't get Monopoly me started on Monopoly. Monopoly is dog shit. Not do not get me started. You played an eight-hour Monopoly game. Well, no, are you a Satanist? Are you trying to torture it? Cock and ball torture in video game form. <laughs> <laughs> Monopoly. No. Oh, By the way, Geo, Geo, uh, this is this is from. Well, a really, we played Spades, so Spades was the game. What, oh, what this, news article? This is, okay, this is from a news article about the Nintendo Wii, but there are many different news articles back when the Wii came out that use this as a promotional image. So you notice that somebody here is holding the Wii and mm -hmm. is playing it. Can you can, can you guess who this is? Do, do you see who this person is? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my no. god! No! 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 no. Well, of all the people! Lev, no! Of all the people! Of all, the, all people. the people in the world! It had to be the... Greek girl you know, making it's, news it's that fake. lives in Toronto. It's all it is. It's fake. That Lev is obsessed with. He's absolutely What's your name, Lev? What's your name? Go ahead. Okay, her name is, uh, well, her fake name is Alex Pantos. And look, since this is public, it's on IMDb. You can look it up. Her real name is Christina Patelos. So, yeah. yes, yes, it's. And, uh, and she will be Lev's uh, shed wife. This is public. This They'll is public information. And she has an Instagram now called Bad Bunny. No, not Bad Bunny. Oh, something God. Bunny. Hold on, let me see if I can. She find know it. you exist, Lev. No, no, she doesn't. She oh yet. my Jesus! Not yet, but she will. Not yet, but she will. Let's see. And, and me, man. Like you've tried sniffing a chair at a party. Or here, something here, here. You fitness. You know, if you put... This is her Instagram. Lev would probably do that. This is her Instagram <laughs> account. Yeah. It's called Fitness Bunny Flex. That's what it's called. Mm. I wish I could get some. I uh, love all the free promotion you're giving her. What if she finds out one day? Yeah. Man, I mean, I could just send her a message. There really is not that much, except for maybe that Indian guy who I saw her in the uh, uh, the Sikh guy in the photos. Uh, but I don't know. I really don't know if that's going to get in my way. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out how exactly do I here fitness bunny flex here. All I'm right. click it. I, go uh, I got to bounce, guys. I got a dungeon to run. Everybody be cool. Wait, wait. What's your link? I want to share it's, the uh, link. Twitch.tv slash Charles Kahn. Coming. All right, let oh me put that in the... Yeah. Uh, We're going to run some Temple of Elemental Evil for my players. Whoa. Gonna, and then, gonna go and real then light. afterwards? Yeah, about, maybe about an hour or so, and then uh, come hang with you playing Pokemon. Sounds great. Wow. And Everybody be the cool. Twitch. Go, go to the Twitch, and I think we're going to be wrapping it up right now. My Pokemon stream is going to start at 6.30, so it's going to start a little bit earlier. We are also going to be joined by Ostav. Ostav is coming in, and this window, the Zoom window, I'm not going to close it. I'm still going to keep it on. Anybody wants to take a break and then join me in the Pokemon thing, you are more than welcome. But before that, here, well, is, her, here is her Fitness Bunny Flex Instagram. I want to show you the bunny symbol, though, because isn't this like... Isn't this something that she took? You're giving from, a more uh, giving a more attention than people who actually contribute to the stream. Web. Like <laughs> Noah's on the stream, Alex is on the stream. Do so seriously. What the fuck is this? Now, okay, this logo, this logo, isn't this uh, something that she took from uh, what's her face, uh, who used to work for Dan the Man Schneider? Uh, you know who I'm thinking of, right? Who had oh, the concert God. where there was that uh, the the, uh, the shooting in England? <laughs> Do you know who I'm talking about at all? 
No, Ariana Grande. Yes, yes, Ariana Grande. I can't believe I got that right, honestly. That's <laughs> isn't this isn't this Ariana Grande symbol? The the bunny ears. No, this is that. I. No, no, no. There's a specific way. There, there's a specific mask that Ariana Grande wears, which is related to uh, this over here. Here, I'll show you I the photo. I feel like we're in a Mark Dice video right now. <laughs> I'm gonna go back into the chat here. I'm gonna show you the photo. By the Here's way, a... um. Yeah. Uh. We still streaming this? Yes, think... we are. And we're, we're gonna well, next real soon. next week. Uh... Here. This is the photo. Oh, See? there we go. It's a bit of a stretch. It's the same mask. I don't know. It's a mask of bunny ears. Wait, like, what, what was that? It's a BDSM mask. Like, yeah. I hope you guys like understand that that like style. Like, the bunny ears are definitely like a choice, but that kind of mask is like if you ever go, go into like any kind of like leather sex shop or whatever, you'll see those. Never been on. Yeah, it's just no, like no, sure. I, I get that part. It's, like, the bunny... it's like what Michelle Foucault would have wore in San Francisco in the seventies. Yeah, exactly. But the uh, but the bunny ears—that's something that I just started seeing with Ariana Grande, and this looks like a uh, a duplicate. That's all I'm saying. Du I, mean, I, don't, I wouldn't say duplicate. I would just say I mean, it's the I same sort of thing. I wouldn't. It's like something. we got a Geo. She's pretty close to where you live. We gotta get you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, but you're in. pretty close to. Well, not that. Well, no, 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 not, not as close. close. Not as close. No, as not that. as close. Obviously, that's an idea. Yeah. Like incel Twitter users and uh, incel <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> I wonder if someone like that's how they're gonna frame it. A bunch of incels <laughs> that have like a ra a racist podcast are like <laughs> talking about you and like creeping your Instagram page. <laughs> By the way, my buddy, shout out to my buddy Astral Flight. She said he said before, he said, How did you guys get a beautiful woman on stream uh talking about you, Alexandria? So shout out to my friend Astral Flight. Um uh yeah, he's a good supportive friend of mine. Um, but he's a family man, so he's it's purely objective, it's purely platonic. Yeah, um, that's my that's my favorite type of, of admiration, platonic. Platonic yeah. the hedgehog. Did anybody yeah. make Platonic the Hedgehog before? <laughs> anyway, this is well, the they've made Zionic the Hedgehog, but they haven't uh, made Platonic the Hedgehog. Ted made told... the opposite of Platonic the Hedgehog. Right? <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite one is still Histrionic. They the have hedgehog. to make a they have to make a Sonichu game. My God, they have to make a Sonichu game. Here, this is this is Histrionic the Hedgehog for all. Histrionic the Hedgehog. Hold on, it's loading over here. Let me God. see. Man, this Please, is a big. Be good. This, is, this is a big photo. I feel Hold we on. need to throw up like a picture of Cold Steel. Uh, what was the Blue Steel Hedgehog? Cold. No, Cold it, Steel. It is Cold yeah. Steel. You got it. You got it right the first time. I mean, if we Google our names plus the Hedgehog, like look, Geo the Hedgehog. Oh, mine's awful. I already looked this Geo up. The ago. Mine's awful. Well, yes, there is a Geo the Hedgehog. So this is here. Uh, this is Geo the Hedgehog. Once. Oh, hold on. Upload. Okay, this is Geo the Hedgehog. So the Geo, this is what you would look what? like in hedgehog form. This There's is Geo the Hedgehog. What? Yeah, this is Geo the Hedgehog. Wow, that that is kind of like my drip. Not gonna yeah. lie. Well, yeah, emo teenager. Be, if I was a skinny emo kid, that probably if I spent the early two thousands not hating emos, I probably would have looked like that. Yeah, I'm kind of give me skinny okay. emo kid vibes sometimes, Geo. Now that you mention it, mm. it comes through some. Oh look, here yeah. is uh, here's Alexandra the Hedgehog. What do you think? That's pretty good. 
Why is that hedgehog got the Anadonna find on? Fucking weird. I like her outfit though. Yeah, yeah I could see it working out. Wallet chain. I mean, although, what is a fucking hedgehog? Why does a hedgehog need a wallet? Yeah, I know. Yeah, they eh? just live in the forest and they eat worms. You know, there's no point. To well, the maybe, wallet. maybe in CWCville they need currency. They need like. <laughs> they need the mark, mark, we know why. Mark, mark of the beast <laughs> currency. By the way, uh, Alexandra, how would you describe your aesthetic? How would you, like, is it got got a bit of goth going? Got like yeah, alt it's check. Like dark academia. And oh, then God, yeah, okay. is like your average like library lesbian. <laughs> so and wait, wait, wait so you said I was not the only one confused for... by that phrase. What was the last part again? Oh, library lesbian. Oh, so you're like the cool goth chick that works at a library. So well, like the third here is, a, here is history on the hedgehog, by And that makes so much sense. Yeah. See, the thing is, people think that. Um, the librarian aesthetic is like I don't know, like it's it's a mixed bag because it's sort of like a I don't know, it's like they, you think that they're like you know nice and wholesome and all that, but it seems that like I don't know this they they got to appropriate the the wokes have appropriated the library aesthetic I don't know it's a it's you can't trust it anymore it's kind of sus now what those it's glasses kind of are there. those glasses that have the little pointy <laughs> thing at the end the librarian thing cause... goth chick with glasses is no the glasses what is it the fucking Cat no, like glasses. they're normal glass, yeah, cat glasses. Shut up with the lens. No, sure, no. cat glasses, but those glasses are like the sign of like glasses. someone evil. Whenever I see them, I just don't trust anyone yeah. wearing those glasses. Now. I've made I that mistake right. many times before. Mm. I have to look this up. Dark academia aesthetic. Yeah. Although, I, although I gotta say, like back in the day, Joyce Nazari, who was the, uh, you, you remember Joyce Nazari, don't you, Gio? I'm not gonna post oh, yeah. a photo of her, but. Uh, I am going to post a photo of her glasses that are lying on the floor. I just got to find a high enough resolution <laughs> resolution image. So for those who don't know, Joyce Nazari, she was a Playboy playmate back in the 50s. She was also the girlfriend of both Hugh Hefner and uh, um, Frank Sinatra. So she's uh, she's been around the block. I, but, I feel like Dark Academia is just uh, Harry Potter for uh, aging millennials. Isn't Dark Academia <laughs> what they tried to call the fucking Joe Rogan bunch? Am I wrong with that? No, no, that's the intellectual dark web. Ah, that's, that, that's that awful term that makes anyone involved sound like an absolute cretin. I'm yeah. part of the intellectual dark web, available <laughs> publicly on YouTube, but like with millions of views. Dark web. Yeah, they they don't Fuck have off. a. Their their aesthetic is like just typical like uh, studio grifter type of. Uh, <laughs> Dave Rubin with the couches. Here are the uh, cat ear glasses. This is what they. Uh, this is what they look they like. Have, yep. Oh my! Oh, those type of. Yeah, th that's yep. all right. That's... Oh, I thought you were talking. Oh, you thought I meant like the anime cat, cat ear. ear, like the yeah. anime. Yeah, no, that that, that is about. like I, I've noticed a lot of like the post Tumblr, um, that that type of like post Tumblr like appropriation of uh, 50s rockabilly type stuff. I don't know, like that, that to me, it's just a weird mix eclecticism that was born from millennials uh, on Tumblr. And it's like this, I don't know, it's just, it's kind of sus in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but the goth girl will never die. The goth girl is eternal. The goth girl aesthetic will go through infinite permutations, but will always be with us. Thank God. What is <laughs> this, love? What Sorry, what would you define is. as goth girl aesthetic? Isn't it just like someone who's like slight, got like dark hair and then like does a no, bit of no, the makeup? goth, no, the goth girl has like skin tone or hair tone or anything like that. It's like attitude, also just like 
it, it's like a very like um you have like a melancholic temperament and yes. like lace and dark clothing and cemeteries and you know parasols that's the goth aesthetic that's the just makes me think of like a, a philosopher just like from yeah. the 19th yeah exactly. i don't know but like a male philosopher though every single goth yeah. girl has brought up nietzsche within the first four hours every single that sounds time. awful <laughs> every single and it's only from zarathustra they never quote from beyond good and evil it's always zarathustra tomboys but, uh, over goth or twilight girls. I will say that. tomboys over goth girls every day i will say no that. there are tom there there well the tomboy uh they're they're all uh uh f to m's now so that's no, they're not, no such thing as sometimes cringe. stop embracing the cringe you're making more of them transition wait sometimes about. when the planets <laughs> align the Venn diagram overlaps. Oh, like a goth Sometimes. tomboy? There. Oh, I have to look this up. That's, that does not sound. That just sounds like boy. You just got both aspects of masculinity. You just get, like, they have goth it's, tomboys. It's not, they have them. It's, mm. But listen, you're not like that. Okay, whatever you say. You know, here's the problem, though. Here's my problem. Have both. Now, this is going to be an extension of the uh, Ayala discussion. I think that the tomboy. There's a lot of this weird fetishization of the tomboy, but in my opinion, I feel that in some ways the the compulsion of like a lot of men around my age or younger, there's a, this weird compulsion to want a, a GF that is almost like a dude, but has the same interests as you, but is like I don't want the same. It's more about partner. the fun, the playfulness of a tomboy. I don't want them to be like, oh, I'm a gamer girl with the Doritos. Or no, but that's the fantasy. The fantasy of the tomboy is this wish fulfillment of I want a best friend who I can also have sex with. That is like something that mm. the adolescent male mm. psyche has to deal with, and I feel the that this dilemma. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like this Peter Pan type of thing. And the problem is that you have to reconcile the feminine in order to have a successful... Don't take my advice, because I'm a fucking 28-year-old loser that never had a girlfriend. But don't take my advice. But like, <laughs> um, I don't believe that for a second, Gio. Oh, uh, oh, it's obvious. Don't be down on yourself and then say, don't take my advice. One, you're not even giving advice. You're just talking with your No, no, my advice thing. would be... My advice would be for men to um, come to terms with the feminine as being a force that in a lot of ways is still mysterious, but yet that mystery can not be overcome completely. And I feel that the tomboy, the fetish over the tomboy is a way for um, men to want to overcome the feminine aspect. Tomboys, and, and, are, still, tomboys are still feminine though. That's kind of the point. They're not like- Yeah, I, I guess, yeah. They're, they're yeah, less like feminine than like, you know, the average woman, but that doesn't mean that they're still not girls and they have girly attributes, you know? Like, well, maybe Gamer Girl would be a better example. That, that ew, is like fucking fuck Gamer Girls. Fuck that whole fucking aesthetic. Fuck the concept of it. Like. <laughs> Integrate the tomboy Carl Young. <laughs> no, I hate it. I do. And I mean, that's the X was like obsessed with Belle Delphine to a point that it was scary. But I mean, do, if we're do, gonna be honest no, here, we shouldn't totally be totally like, different. 
talking no, about no, totally no, no, different. No, no, we got to, we got to bring up a great point here. Like we're all talking about oh, tomboy this, blah 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 this, you know, golf femboy, all this bullshit. But like the, when you like actually like finding a woman you want to be with, I do people actually think about this shit? Because I don't. I just like I do think, I like I this think person? It's, yeah, I'm not that, yeah. what archetype. Yeah, people do think of this because it's not Uno. It's like fucking no, no, but way after the fact, you <laughs> turn into an archetype. Yeah. Wait, exactly. You have to mold them is, into an archetype. It's is like, my, yeah, is my self implying that women are human? Because I don't yes. know about that. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of sus, actually. That's a sus. Yeah, take really. Right there. Like, where are you implying myself? Like, no, but I, I think that in, in some ways, like if you find a girl that has the same interest as you, obviously, like, but when it comes to fulfilling an exactly archetype, the like the game, exactly like the, like, I'm curious to hear, Alexandra, what is your critique of the game, girl? Do you think it's like a weird? <laughs> I'm so, so fucking stupid saying that. What's your critique of the game? <laughs> this is a fascinating Funny. subject of conversation. It is. It is. Alexandra, please, please, please save me from this. Uh, realizing that I'm a total suit. You must know. <laughs> yes. Well, let me just take a sip of my hard kombucha and I'll pontificate on the subject of gamer ruralism and how it's destroying Western civilization. Uh, no, oh, it's yes. Like, like women in, like the women who like to game, like they already have a hard time being taken seriously. And now mm -hmm. we have like the whole like concept of like, ooh, it's a you know a girl in her skivvies and she's gonna beat you in Dota or whatever. But it's like so again, it's so played out. It's unnecessary. It's like most gamer girls don't look like Belle Delphine anyways. So you're already like you're already putting like the standard of beauty on them that is so unrealistic. You know, it's like can girls not have any niche? Any niche no. at all, where they're not expected to live up to something that, like, this sort of computer-generated image or whatever the fuck. Can, you know, can we talk about, are, you know, Belle Delphine and the perversion of the gamer girl? Image. Yes, yeah, we need to talk it's about Twitch. It's not Belle Delphine. It's Twitch. Yes. It's Twitch. It's not just yeah. Belle Delphine. Yeah. And the fact like, that she's Twitch. so mercenary about it too. Hmm? Is what? That's well, Belle Delphine is a porn star. She's not a gamer girl. She's not a stream personality. Yes. She does porn. Well, you can now look her up is, online. But... She's taking a dick in the butt like she's a porn star. But go go ahead, go ahead, Noah. What were you going to? Uh... Oh, I was going to say, I was like, I. It's like there was something so great, and it was just perverted and stolen by yeah. the Belle yeah. Delphine aesthetic, and that is not the association that I have with the concept of the gamer girl. To me, also, Belle Delphine looks like a child to me. Yeah. I, it's, that's weird. That's it's really purposeful neotony. Like, it's like this yes. weird importation uh, of anime culture with the neotony aesthetic. But go ahead. So, sorry, we're interrupting you, Noah. Sorry. I, uh, well, what, did, what is your what is your picture oh. of a gamer girl? Do you think it's more of like a culture war thing where the gamer yeah. girl is like in the back in the gamer gate days, the gamer girls were like, no, we also love video games. We're also, we're not like the, I know it's like a, a meme in like TikTok feminism where they're like, you're just trying to be a pick me girl. Cause you're saying that it's, I'm not like other girls. I'm a gamer girl. But what do you, what in your mind do you feel is like the gamer girl? None of them are playing like, War Fortress. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. To me, like, like the whole gamer girl thing is like to, what comes up right there to me is like a 25 year old woman who doesn't give a fuck you mm. know what i mean like somebody mm -hmm. who will shit talk mm. you know what i'm saying it's like that's more what i associate with i mean i grew up like I, i've been called everything under the sun by what i assume were 25 year old women when i was playing halo 3 when i was nine 
for some shit. You know what I'm trying to say? That's what I associate with being a gamer girl. This weird, like, fucking... Uh, Philadelphian shit weirds me out. I think that's yeah. it's such a corruption. The gamer They're girl... something so good and throwing it away. Someone <laughs> should clip this right now with Noah. The gamer girl was a sign of power. Yes. In the sense of having an ability to go genuinely not as a pastiche but genuinely in the world of men and to then crack it up and cut it up with the boys oh my god like a riot girl in punk culture yes like riot girl like this is kathleen hannah this is bikini kill but then the gamer girl became a sign of purposeful submissiveness in order to market to incels like Belle Delphine. And that is a perversion of the gamer girl. Dead on. Wow. No, well, no, but now this is whole, that was no, a great point. No, but now there's this you, new Noah, fucking that was, thing. Oh. Well, not new, but Gladly. it's been around for a while. Or it's this fucking Twitch thing where it's like the just also, chatting category. And it's just let me just say right now, I just worked out a major aspect of my psychology. So thank you for that one, Gio. Well, let's continue. Well, we, we need to, Noah. You have to you have to put out the viral tweet saying that uh, gamer girls uh, indoctrinated me into light femdom when I was a child. There we go. So, <laughs> he he. Well, Noah would tweet something like that. That is exactly something I would tweet. Not the femdom part. I would just say, oh, wow. listen, yeah. alpha females. Like that might have come the from you. I'm not, I'm not going that far, but. I, I think the two extremes, the, the problem is the two extremes. The right one now. is the alpha female extreme, which is a way of the sort of the male gaze to mm-hmm. integrate the feminine. Would that be like a bimbo? Would bimbo? No, be no, right but the bi- no, 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 no. The bimbo <laughs> is an alpha female because she's learned to utilize That's those right. feminine aspects. She is not a tomboy. Not by any stretch, but what Belle Delphine and the gamer girl, the corruption of the gamer girl, that is degrading. And again, I'm putting on my Naomi Wolf hat. This is degrading in terms of a cultural output because of the feminine being at a lower position where they're trying to like the feminine's prime trying to pretend to be this neotenous little girl. It's like, to me, that's like terrible because it's not the power of the feminine. The bimbo, they use their sexuality and their feminine charm from a position of power. That's the difference. Whereas Bella Dolphine pretends to be a neotenous little girl for uh, sex pests on uh, OnlyFans. So, yeah. Also, have they say sex pests? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, no. Please, love, please, no, no, not with Jessica. (laughs) By the way, did you know that Boogie uh, had a video? Where he regretted oh. not not doming Frank Hassel, that he could have saved the world from Frank Hassel. The <laughs> 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 bimbo. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on a second. The bimbofication cat. Hold on a second. Belle Delphine may have been the pro- Frank's first creation. Hear me oh, out maybe. Here. So she's acting like basically a little boy, a game ago. What Frank has done is he turned someone. And then put the bimbofication gas up, and then prostitute yeah. someone for the sake of the internet, and that's Frank's ultimate creation. It's in secret. It's, it's hidden. This Dr. is what Dr. Biggie was Warren. talking about. Yes, He's trying to stop creation. the Belle Delphine Frank Castle connection. That's what's happening here. I'm not a schizer. I promise. <laughs> there, I mean, would Frank troll Belle? Would he like go back, go to England, and troll Belle Delphine if the I lockdowns so. were? That'd be great. That'd be great. That'd be great. 
Guys, I know he threat. I know he threatened to to troll Ethan Klein. That would be amazing, but like that that probably wouldn't happen. I mean, he's too he's too much in a position of power to. Uh... Anyways, let's not talk about deep lore. Um, yeah, so I think it's really the, this whole discussion around the gamer girl. Um, I I know that uh, meme analysis. Uh, he's had some great videos. Friend of the show, meme analysis. He's had some really great videos that I highly recommend. There's some things I would tweak here and there. I mean, certainly I'm, I'm, I'm way more probably <laughs> right wing than meme analysis, but I think that his analysis is spot on. Uh, there was this article he did in this less than savory magazine. This is kind of like, you know, the, the, this Buzzfeed type of magazine, Mel magazine, where it's all about like, you know, look how terrible these right wing incels are, but he does have a great article in it. If you look it up, Mel magazine, meme analysis, he talks about the mommy GF thing, which is another thing we could talk aspect. We could talk about to bring into this. I, I don't know if there's Twitch streamers who play video games and pretend to be mommy GFs. I think maybe that's, a I'm thing. sure there are. Yeah, oh, definitely. I'm sure the market <laughs> is massive for that. Oh yeah. It, it, and it's growing. And I think that, um, it's, it's, uh, I, I, there's this sort of like a desire to return to that, that sort of infantilized state. And, uh, but, but, but see, that's the thing. I mean, you really can't talk about these, uh, succinct and discreet cultures because they've become so mishmashed together. Like there's, there really is just that one, like, alternative like post tumblr like female aesthetic of like you know e-girl whatever because the e-girl is like this amalgamation of uh you know pink pastel millennial baby doll the goth girl the the gamer right. girl like it's the the anime is little like hanging in the background it's really like just become this like mess of an aesthetic that it's like the the when you when you talk about e-girl, it's like, what are you talking about? Are you talking okay, about the Geo, golf e-girl? No. Talking about the gamer e-girl? You know? Geo, Geo, so yeah, someone like... who doesn't browse Twitter or whatever and doesn't quite understand e-girl. <laughs> sorry, my sorry. Under... No, 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 bit sorry. <laughs> from my understanding, e-girl is essentially the social media version of a succubus. Does that sound correct? Yeah, that's kind of... Does that sound correct? That's yeah, honestly, that's... I've never even considered that before. That That is, yep. That could be it, yeah. There you go. But but the thing is, the e-girl, I think, as the, in terms of, like, the disparaging term is the succubus, is the digital anima that is I mean, coming to I that's what it is, though, isn't soul. it? Just, like, trying to, like, mail attention from online. I mean, I don't yeah, know but the, but the original much, e-girls... Uh, see, a lot of women that were veterans of the internet, nobody even knew that they were women because they posted anonymous... Yeah, Alexandria, there you go. You you remember, like... I remember. Ha! That's right. <laughs> Back, Back in the, the old day, days. Man. Back in the old days. Mm -hmm. What? Oh, speaking of uh, mommy GFs, what is this? Anna Kachayan had a baby. Did you see this, love? I I don't. Red follow, scare. Anna uh, Kachayan. Yeah, she had a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe this. Well, oh, congratulations, Mazel Tov. Congratulations. By the way, we have Mazel a comment top. from Mehran. Geo turns into an alpha wolf when sexual <laughs> issues come up. <laughs> There you have the great, uh, greatness of Geo. That's because of Geo, the Roman Empire has a female wolf as its That's very right. founder. Romulus you need to get a fucking trip. ripped, man. Come on, Geo. I, like, I've, when you, we, we need, need to get, get you ripped. I will need, help yes. you get you ripped. No, I'll be like that one 
this no, one no, you know guy. who's gonna help get you ripped? Uh, she's gonna help get you ripped. Uh, Christina. <laughs> oh we're God! Gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get. We're gonna have some booty gains. I mean, this is Gio. generally a bit. She give me my personal trainer. Yes. No. No. Seriously. I mean, she is a personal trainer. She's not oh, wow. that. She's like an hour's <laughs> drive away from you. I'm telling you, dude. We could set something up. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I can picture a uh, Geo kind of being like that. You ever see that powerlifting priest? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you yeah. remind me of. Yeah. I could be like Bishop Baron. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy DM'd me the picture of that. Um, is he Russian or Ukrainian? The, the the I think he has autism or something. The one power lifter. Um, that 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 uh, what's his name? The bald guy where he's oh. screaming his head off. He's tapping his oh, head. Grizzly. Yeah, Grizzly. Yeah, yeah. Grizzly. Hey, Some guy hey, sent grizzly. me a picture of him. Of and, he, and this, I, I have to look it up. Uh, a follower of mine sent me a picture of Grizzly and said, Geo, this is your destiny. And I go, man, it's amazing. Uh, oh, oh Paul says, banned from the BTR Discord chat, uh, but Geo is the apex sexual predator. Don't worry, yes. Paul. I'll, I'll bring, oh, you, no. I'll, I'll, I'll bring yeah, you back right. into Discord later. Oh, boy. And by the way, for all you guys who are not following us on Discord, what are you doing? Go into the description of the video and you're going to find the Discord link. And I'm going to post by the it as way, well. If that is the Paul I am thinking of, I have an announcement. Ooh. Uh, next week, I may be recording an episode of the uh, Paul Town podcast. Wow, so, nice. It's going to be nice, yeah. It's going to be great. So, um, guys, here here is the transition. And we did not uh, – I don't really know how to do it properly. Basically, we're going to keep the Zoom window. I'm going to change it into Pokemon mode right now because I decided to make it at 6.30. That's when the Pokemon starts. So I invite all of you guys to stick around if you'd like to or go away, take a break, come back, whatever you guys want to do. I'm going to start Pokemoning right now, and I will uh, see everybody soon. Here is the link. Here is the link to the left stream. Go into the left stream. There is a picture of Alexandra that I put in here looking at my Charizard self. So this is where you go to. This is the link. That's such go an there. interesting angle, too. That's like a yeah. really strained. Uh, oh, man. No, it, 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 is a very, uh, it is a very interesting photo. Can you tell us a little bit about like this photo? What exactly, what exactly went on here when you took it? Uh, well, I just gotten dumped. And I wanted to die. So I decided, why well, instead of killing myself, I just fuck around with Photoshop and, and like do some creative self portraiture. So Atta yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's just Perfect. like an iPad, I shot it from below and then you know, it's like makeup and then like layers and stuff. It's just it's just a normal photo. Ah, sorry, there's something going on outside my window and it's like this Wait, were you were you dumped or did you dump him? I got fucking dumped, dude. Like oh. for the first time in my fucking life, and I all like it almost killed me. I swear to Christ, like I'd never experienced anything that painful, and and it was by like a fucking incel, She's like motherfucker, like just oh. Oh fuck. wow. Yeah, no, he's like notorious. He's uh, we can talk about him sometime. Cause is he is he like a like famous notorious like is he well known like online or sort of he's a cartoonist and like oh it's sort of like the dark prince of like indie cartooning but like in a bad way not is this shad man no shut up never god <laughs> oh my god no he doesn't really do porn um he does web comics oh i see was yeah interesting I don't know what the fuck I was <laughs> Well, girl, I'm so sorry about that. 
it's whatever. I mean, <laughs> did it make uh, you think of all the times that you dumped guys? How how vicious and cruel that was? No, I don't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Look at this comment from Paul. I will be the I will be the next incel to dump you, Alexander. Oh, oh boy! Whoa! <laughs> it could be arranged. I mean, no, I don't. Paul know is a very that. handsome I mean, man, actually. Though I have to disclosure. say, full disclosure: there's a guy flying me out to LA at the end of April, so. Does he happen to be an Arab prince with oil money? Is he flying you to, to Riyadh? Mm, not quite. Mm. Oh, oh, someone said, are you, were you dumped by stone? <laughs> I was waiting to say that the entire time, by the way. I just had my finger on the trigger and I did not want to pull it. Geo grooming his next victim. <laughs> No, nah, he's, he's come up in the chat before. Not this chat, but like the Discord. Talk wait, all about him. I'm, wait, wait, wait. You're not... Den never mind. Never. <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't stone toss. Just for the yes. record, it wasn't stone toss. Okay, no. okay, okay. The tension was out of the trigger on that one. I was just waiting. I was like, is she, I'm, I was waiting for her to deny it. I'm like, oh my God. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, All right, boy. guys, this is it. We are transitioning from this one to the Pokemon stream. I really appreciate everybody being here once again. Subscribe, subscribe, keep those subscriptions coming. You see in the chat where the link is to the other stream. Go there right now. I'm ending this one. Good night, everybody.